Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, we're officially live. Everyone should be able to see us and hear us now. Uh, everyone say hi. Let's test the mics. Hello. How are we doing? Oh, Naomi, I think you're on mute. Let's get that appeasing out of the way. Appease the mute gods. Thank you. Now we're good to go. Check your mic. Let's. All set. All right. I hear... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, chat. Let us know if anybody's muted, anyone's frozen. We'll try to get that fixed right away. Uh, yeah, this is our team Veritas. We do this on the, uh, what is it, the second and the last Wednesday of every month. Every once in a while, we have to shift them due to, due to uh, scheduling. However, Typically, you can count on Team Veritas on the second and last Wednesday of every month, 5 p.m. Pacific time right here. Um, yeah, before I get into a little recap and explain uh, what you know Team Veritas is and where they, they just kind of came off on the last campaign and starting today's brand new campaign, uh, Hoodoo Voodoo. Uh, before we get into that, let's, uh, let's pause for a moment. Let's uh, slow things down. Let's do like we always do. Let's go around the table. Everyone introduce yourself. Let people know where they can find you online and introduce your character as well. Naomi, why don't you start it off for us? Why do you always pick me first? I'm just, <laughs> I go in the order of the overlay. I like it. <laughs> Hi, my name's Naomi. I play Cynthia the Exec, also known as the Executioner. Uh, you can find me on our Mad Last McGee or just under my name on Twitter, on Facebook, pretty much anywhere. Hi, everybody. Nice. Jancic. Hi, I'm Jancic. I play the solo wolf, who has um, been pretty mellow lately. Feels like he needs some more cyberware because things are just not quite on the edge close enough right now. So, And you can find me on most social media as jansic underscore one. Oh, yeah. And my beautiful wife, Valerie. Ooh. You can find me on Twitter at cyber underscore Valerie. Yeah, you got it right. And here on CyberNation, stalking everybody on their, you know, each game and kind of pop in on chat and be like, hey. Not much of a chatter, but I do pop in. And I'm Phoenix, your fixer. Her sexy, classy little pop picketer for jewels. Fixer. Yay. Oh, yeah. oh and you can also find me, too, um, playing. Uh, oh, uh, God, now I can't remember her name. Shadows of Asterin. Uh, 
at yeah. the end of the month. Now you're playing uh, Le- 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 what was it? Lutetia. 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 Yeah, we got, yeah, we got to get get these names right. They're a little odd in Shadows of Asteran, but we'll get them. That old uh, sort of Celtic French lore style names, and uh, we'll get it. But yeah, the last uh, that's the last Monday of every month. Yeah, and my character is very different than Phoenix, so tune in for that. Oh yeah. Oh, that whole game is completely different. Very dark. And not that cyberpunk isn't dark, um, but that has very horror tones and uh, psychological issues and stuff. It's pretty weird. Um, but yeah, you got those games going. Well done. And uh, looking forward to seeing Phoenix today. Also should mention, Phoenix has that southern uh, accent, but when she hits that synth coat, oh, yes. it kind of goes away. So she's got some something going on there, too. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. Uh, you can find me all online at coldspider04. Um I'll be playing Tomcat, who heavily inspired by Tom Waits, that he is our tech for the group, and he needs Team Veritas's help in finding his kid and dealing with the Voodoo Boys. Yep, well done. And Will? Hi, uh, I'm Will. Um, you can find me on uh, on t- uh, Twitter at Billy Huddles, um, and uh, on the Cyber Nation Uncensored, uh, you'd see me as, there as Brooke. Um, you can also catch me uh, every Saturday. Um, playing on Team Nevermore. I think we're back this week, actually. Yeah. Uh, as uh, No Sticks to Netrunner. But today I'm playing uh, Looper, the uh, gonzo edge-running media of the, of the crew. Hell yeah, well done. And uh, and I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm the Game Master here, but I'm also the founder of Cyber Nation Uncensored. Uh, lots of game- gameplay, lots of series, tutorials, all kinds of content, especially in the past uh, month or so. We've been launching all kinds of new shows, new Game Masters, all kinds of new streams. On top of all the ones I run, I run like uh, five different teams monthly, most of them weekly, bi-monthly and such, like Team Veritas right here. We do on the second and last Wednesday of every month. Um, every Thursday on the Sirenscape Twitch, I run a Cyberpunk Red team over there. Uh, every Saturday is our Cyberpunk Red Team Nevermore. On the last Sunday of every month, I run our all-fem cast of Benny uh, Jesuits on our Dune stream last Sunday. Last Monday, as uh, my, my wife mentioned, Valerie, uh, we do Shadows of Asterin on the last Monday. Um, and then I'm bringing back the GM Roundtable. Uh, we might be putting that on the last Friday, but we might be shifting it uh, to, due to some scheduling. So we'll see how that works out, but look out for that, as well as other series. I'm doing a team member showcase, I think, uh, this next this coming up Sunday. Um, that's going to be a monthly te- uh, sort of stream to showcase different team members. Uh, because as, as we've been expanding, it's not just a bunch of streams but a bunch of uh, team members and uh, everyone behind the scenes kind of helping things happen, you know, community manager, brand manager, promoters, promoting managers, and just all kinds of stuff that we're expanding at CyberNation Uncensored. So check that out. Make sure you join our Discord, follow on Twitter, anywhere you see CyberNation Uncensored. We have a really active community, and we would love for you to join it. Um, we constantly have casting calls and um, applications for upcoming shows and streams, and we would love you to be part of it. So check it out. Um, aside from that, I want to shout out Sirenscape, our official sponsor, um, kind of getting those city sounds going for us. And uh, Fantasy Grounds, where we uh, do all our virtual tabletop gaming. Um, we also have Lion Banner Games, Modifius Entertainment. Uh, you see all the, the logos at the beginning of our stream. So I just wanted to kind of shout them out, as well as all my supporters on Patreon. Uh, we just launched uh, some new spots on Patreon, a little $10 monthly that you get to vote on the upcoming topics of the GM Roundtable, as well as other uh, voting opportunities. Um, we got shout-outs, uh, gameplay opportunities, all kinds of stuff. So check out Cybernation Uncensored on Patreon. I'd like to give a shout-out to the supporters there that opted in. Um, all of you are fuel on my fire. You keep me creating and, and pushing 
pushing this brand forward. I really appreciate all of you. Kevin Moreno, Joseph Holder, Naomi Madlass, uh, William Huddleston, Jamie Minch, John Erfurt, Leaded Coffee, Chris Anderson, Matt James, GM Reservoir Panda, Rothen, a.k.a. Renegade 420, Revolver Gray, Samurai Max, Steve Barr at Sirenscape, Zeno, Zach Capricious Nature, Cyber Smiley Raven, Andy Stretton, Copious Salt, Derek Lawrence, Daniel Terry, Alex Maxwell, Nicholas King, Tracy Goodwin, a.k.a. Stink Palm, Igor, Chris Callies, Night City, Nasty, Homer's Odyssey, and Jessica Ferguson. All right, let me catch my breath and let's get into today's gameplay. Um, yeah. This is Team Veritas, basically, in Cyberpunk. You know, you have different options during character creation, and this team, uh, they pretty much started their own corporation. Um, I like to kind of do things a little different, you know, whether a team might sell themselves to a crime family, a corporation, or something, or just be individual edge runners doing jobs. Uh, this team started their own neo-corporation, a media company called Veritas. Uh, their home base and where they live out of is an old abandoned firehouse. Uh, we'll bring up that imagery eventually. I need to get all, all those maps and things moved over to Fantasy Grounds. It's a, it's a process for me running all the teams, so I will get that there very soon, by next session. Uh, but I do have the, the city map for us. I'll bring that up in a moment. But yeah, the team uh, is kind of home-based out of this abandoned firehouse, very Ghostbusters style. And uh, they met... Uh, Chris's character, Tomcat, the techie, at their uh, last session in the 24-hour cafe, uh, coming down about you know a couple weeks of downtime after uh, doing a gig in Los Angeles where they helped Cynthia's uncle uh, kind of get out of a blackmail situation. Uh, but they got back, they met Tomcat at the local cafe, explained to them, hey, look, uh, I heard of Team Veritas, I've seen what you do, I was wondering if you could maybe help me. Uh, here's my situation. You know, I'm a techie. I run a whole brain dance, uh, you know, circus sideshow sort of thing, a little freak show brain dance. And uh, he won a two-week uh, installation at Playland by the Sea. So for two weeks, he gets to put on his his whole sideshow brain dance, uh, uh, you know, thing at the Playland by the Sea. But the Voodoo Boys, the the, the local booster gang, uh, they've been kind of keeping Tomcat under their thumb for the past months. You know, they make him work for him. They kind of been threatening him. They it's been flexing on him and stuff. And when he kind of won this installation at Playland by the Sea, they didn't like it. They want him, you know, don't waste your time with doing shit like that. You should be working for us and doing our gigs. And um, he said, no, you know, he went off to do it. He put in uh, the installation at Playland and he's going for it. He wants to, uh, you know, further his career there and Voodoo Boys don't like it. So they're trying to sabotage him and fuck him up. And during the course, they even kidnapped uh, his kid. So now he's he's missing his kid. He, he needs help. So that's what he went to Team Veritas saying, look, I, I want to, Keep doing my installation the next two weeks. I'd like your help trying to incriminate Voodoo Boys, kind of put them on blast or whatever we can do, and in the process also try to rescue my kid. Uh, you know, it's kind of a sticky situation, and not just a normal edge runner team can handle stuff like this because it's not just a rescue my kid. It's a, you know, put the Voodoo Boys on blast. You know, hopefully uh, make them have to deal with some bad publicity and, and all that shit and maybe some legality. So that's where we're at. The team agreed to do it. They were even letting Tomcat move into the home base because right now he's not safe where he was staying because of the Voodoo Boys. Um, so he moved into the firehouse. And, uh, yeah, the whole bottom level is a garage, the living quarters, a, a kitchen and bathrooms. And they got the, the fire pole going up to the second and third levels. Uh, you know, there's kind of a communal room. There's a bunch of rooms upstairs. I think you guys opted into the roof access as well. Um, but the first thing Tom notices is it's a bit beat up. It's a bit run down. You know, they kind of temporarily rigged up the hole in the wall. There's some security cameras, but they're not hooked up and there's no system. Uh, the place is kind of rough. There's no security in place other than old standard lock on the doors and windows. And those barely work. So uh, I think that's where we're at. Tom Cat even mentioned at the 24-hour cafe, uh, hey, I can help renovate your spot. I can upgrade weapons. I can do anything to help you guys since you're helping me. 
yeah, and they kind of worked out that relationship. So that's kind of starting their relationship together. So what I'd like to do is put you all in the firehouse, let you guys kind of engage in the conversation of Tomcat noticing that there needs to be upgrades and maybe offering his services in the future. Obviously, you don't have time to gather supplies and work on that right now. You have to get to your installation and get that going at Playland by the Sea. But let's at least have that initial conversation moving into the firehouse and just kind of feeling out the characters a little bit more. Um, so there you have it. There's the recap. Let's dive in. I'll pass the mic onto the team and let's let Tomcat maybe take it from here and notice in the firehouse uh, needing some renovations. Well, it's appropriate it's a firehouse because this place needs burnt down. <laughs> I find it charming. I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's not bad, but I mean, it, there's. You, you weren't kidding. There's a few things that need fixed. I mean, it's a roof. And by. Say we put a roof over your head, for it and you, you're gonna you're gonna insult our home. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, home's kind of stretching it, Looper. Yeah, you know, the voodoo's cage wasn't that bad. Now that I think about it, <laughs> the uh, synthetic heart, heart pig heart lives. I don't know. It's better than the cargo container I was living in before. So I'll stand in hotels. Uh so. This is kind of a downgrade for me and Phoenix. What was the last time you had those uh, security cameras checked out? Oh, I don't think we ever have. <laughs> I we had security cameras. I didn't even know we had security cameras. <laughs> There's probably stuff on there from the last tenants. <laughs> those are plugged in at all. Uh -huh. all right. I still they think might that auto locking door when we leave. You know. Uh would you guys want to do that with, like with a thumbprint or DNA? Like how do you want to how would you want to go about that? You can do that. I mean, sure. <laughs> well, there's too many of us. <laughs> well, um how about we just go with key cards? Key cards work. Well, yeah, what if one of us I'm gonna need you to like staple it onto your skin, man. Can you like in? We can maybe like put the uh, Nah. Let's let's do biometric somehow. Looper will certainly leave that key card, and we'll have everybody in here. Thank you. Just don't give him one. He's always with us, anyways. Thank <laughs> you. Go. We're not that popular. I don't think. <laughs> can you imagine the conversation so though? Like, oh, we locked Looper out. Gotta let him in. <laughs> Well, he'll be with you anyway, so. Debatable. Mm. He's always running off doing something stupid. Hey. I continue my walk around and like walk over to the fire pole, just kind of like tap it. This is the only solid thing in this building. Surely. <laughs> and it is awesome. It works great. All the way from the top. Try it. Pretty sure that's load bearing, so just be careful. Oh. Right a passage in this, in this firehouse. You have to go down the pole. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to shout. All right. Go right. <laughs> up the pole, or going up the stairs, go down the pole. You going to do an athletic check, see if you can make it down without busting your ass at the end? <laughs> I definitely did. Yeah, and everyone can kind of uh, settle them in in one of the rooms as well. Can kind of post them up so he can have his own room and settle in. That would be kind of good. Take him around. Um, and it gives them a chance to kind of see everything. You know, there is 
uh, roof access, which is kind of cool. They opted in for that. So anytime you guys need to hit the roof, get a better view or whatever you might use that for in the future. Um, like you said, there's the fire pole that's intact. The bathrooms, the kitchen, everything's functional. The big garage door where you can pull right into the whole bottom level where the living room is. Like, it's pretty awesome setup. But, yeah, there's, you know, that hole in the wall that's just got some sheet metal loosely bolted up and kind of covering. The cameras aren't attached. There's no system. The locks are just manual. So already there's some things that Tomcat can help with, you know, along the way. Maybe as, as uh, you know, when you get done with the current gig, maybe you can, the next side hustle time or something, you can work on getting some supplies, maybe use your fixer for some hookups, and then Tomcat can do some some techie sort of stuff and maybe maybe uh instead of a 24-hour cafe session uh in between campaigns we can do a special uh you know home renovation uh episode or something you know like we could we could do some fun uh you know home base thing where it would just all be you know hookups and who you know and get you know haggle rolls and getting supplies and stuff and then tech rolls for tomcat to upgrade you know whether weapons or the shop and we can streamline like a couple weeks so maybe instead of side hustle we can do something like that um that would be fun yeah, no, and, and I like that. It'll give Tomcat a chance to flex uh, his tech skills, a chance for him to kind of hook up the team that's allowing him to stay here and helping him with his gig. Um, but yeah, they, they, they show you around Tom. Uh, maybe maybe the team has a, a slight discussion letting him pick a room or settling in a room for a moment, if anyone wants to lead that up. Uh, just stay out of my room. Phoenix just closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nosy. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I think the last door on the right is is open. Is that the second floor, third floor, what floor is that? Oh, oh wasn't, that, wasn't, that somebody's room? wasn't that somebody's room before? I don't remember. It's a store. I have a storage room that she can she can go and stay in. That's the that's the last room that I have all my shit in. Wasn't that Ace's room? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that's second on the left. My bad. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, uh, Tom can take uh, up on the third floor. I think there was a room. I think that's where Kira was staying, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll double check. Once I get the map loaded in by next session, we'll we'll define those exact details. Because in the future, it might come into play. You know, it's going to be important. Where are people sleeping? Where are they staying? Where are their things? You know, stuff like that. Um, but I think, uh, if I'm remembering right, uh, we'll get Tomcat up on the third floor. So you'll be up on the third, Tom, in one of those rooms. But uh, But you're able to settle in, kind of put in all your items. Um, there is a window in that room. You can oversee the city, uh, you know, a little bit of hot zone view with uh, some construction going on there in uh, old Japantown in that part of the, the city. In fact, I'll bring up a little night city map there. really love this map. Um, yeah, uh, let me see if I can give everybody access to that as well in uh, Fantasy Grounds. Give me one second here. Get a little, a little sharing. There you go. Everyone should be able to see that awesome map there. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I love that map. Um, oh, hey, thanks, uh, Stormwolf. Got a plus two for the team, so keep track of that if you need a plus two. Um, but yeah, he gets settled in. He's got a room up there. Everyone's got their room. You're able to kind of, uh, you know, hang out, get some sleep, uh, considering this was uh, the same day as the 24-hour cafe, uh, settling in, get to know, getting to know each other that evening, uh, but then getting some sleep because the next morning you've got to get up early, and it's the start of the weekend of Tomcat's installation. He's already moved in, his brain dance and everything in the sort of pop tent in the front of playland by the sea where other brain dance and experiences are before you get into the bigger rides and stuff um but it's only set up he's got to go in there uh, in the morning after you guys have some breakfast and such and go uh you know get it started for the day and then he's got to keep it running for the next two weeks during normal hours in which uh you know 
you have your other mission to do to help him that we've already discussed. But as you're gathering in the morning and kind of hanging out for the first time with Tomcat as part of the team and you're gathering around, uh, what's everybody having for breakfast? And what did everyone dream about last night? I love doing that, kind of get a feel for the characters, where their heads were at, a little little headspace action. Um, yeah, let's start it off. Let's start off with Wolf. What was what, what was Wolf dreaming about last night, and what's he having for breakfast this morning? New gods. Oh, you're muted. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was kind of dreaming about, about Kira. I was wondering how she was doing in Japan. I know she had head, uh, headed over there uh, with her family. You know, kind of kind was uh, all happy as she described it with, uh, with like cherry blossoms uh, and wandering around with the nomads. But, you know, having a few beers, nah, that was uh, okay. This morning I'm just having uh, some strong coffee. <laughs> nice. What about Cynthia? Ooh. Uh, so Cynthia has something that's on the borderline of a nightmare. Uh, she's walking out of a building with flashing lights all around her. People shoving microphones in her face. Um, quickly devolves into many microphones and hands grabbing her, and then she wakes up. But now she's downstairs eating bacon and eggs flavored Nice. <laughs> She's got her little Mick Kibble muffin and egg spread. <laughs> exactly. What about what about Phoenix? Well, Phoenix was up up pretty late working on some outfits because she was like, "Oh Lord, I got to go work around families." So she was trying to sew some pants together. So she was doing that, and then she passed out. She dreamed about fucking sewing needles all night. So she's just cranky pants this morning. So she's just sitting there, just like this. With her coffee in her face. She is not in a mood. So just watch out for Phoenix until she drinks her coffee. But she got her pants done, though. Nice. Hey. What about Looper? <laughs> uh, Looper, um, he had a kind of a, almost a little bit of a nightmare where it was, he was actually acting in some new big-budget brain dance film. But he didn't have any of his lines that he, he didn't know it, anything that was you know supposed to be going on and he just kind of felt really out of place the whole time really awkward and then uh someone kind of came by and was like you're not even supposed to be here and then I, and then he woke up and <laughs> he's having himself uh you know just casually munching on a little bit of uh you know kibble straight out of the bag and drinking a big big mug of coffee nice what about tom cat well, for breakfast, I'm having a pot of coffee and a little bit of toast. Um, as far as my dream last night, I dreamt I got a really bad pinup tattoo of this uh, cyber chick named Rebecca, <gasps> which was going great until I noticed the giant Mr. Stud hanging out the back. Oh, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> <laughs> which you weren't against it was just a surprise it was just a surprise and now it's a talking piece right it's something to talk about it because it was a permanent tattoo no it was a dream <laughs> you wake you, you wake up with looper hovering over you tattooing oh hey go back to sleep go back to sleep <laughs> 
Yeah, we, t- we took him out in the middle of the night after uh, when, we, when he passed out and uh, had it tattooed on him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. All right, well, yeah, everyone's together. They're able to, uh, you know, have some breakfast, mingle a little bit, chat about some dreams. Sounds like uh, some unsettling little borderline nightmares a little bit, maybe some tension rising. Makes sense. You know, you got somebody new in the team under the same roof, sleeping in the house and starting a new gig to help this new team member in person staying with you. And it's it's kind of sticky uh, situation. You know, you got to maintain him keeping up the brain dance installation at Playland by the Sea, which is a nice theme park and stuff. But in the meantime, he's getting fucked with by the voodoo boys and you got to kind of uh, throw them out of the bus, fuck them up, uh, but also rescue his kid in the process and not jeopardize that in the process. So, you know, a bit of a situation. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, the team finishes their breakfast. Oh, shout out. Nutty Artist uh, gets a plus two to the team. Thanks so much. Um, but yeah, you uh, you finish up your breakfast, uh, finish some morning chat, and you're able to grab a combat cab and head over to Playland by the Sea. Let's remember... Uh, Kira the Nomad did give Phoenix some driving lessons. She has driving skills now, but you don't have a team vehicle. So something to work towards maybe in the future. If you get a team vehicle, you have a driver. Phoenix can handle it. But other than that, you got to take combat cab, deduct 100 uh, eddies. I don't know if collectively, if everybody wants to put in 20, Um, that kind of works. Um, Yeah, it's going to cost that for everyone to pile in a combat cab and head over to... Pacifica. Let's see. Let me bring up the map here. Uh, yeah, you'd be down there near. What was that? <laughs> no, I was quoting the game. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. She's having a moment. Uh, yeah. Pacifica, well, Pacifica is just Pacifica. Exactly. Thank you. There, there you go. Zoom the map in there just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you're over there down kind of like in South Night City across from the center. You make your way through Combat Cab across the San Moro Bay and end up down in Pacifica where you kind of roll up and, and ride up to Playland by the sea. The first thing you notice uh, as you're kind of getting dropped off uh, by the side entrance, which is where employees go, which Tom Cat has kind of directed Combat to go, um, yeah, the first thing you notice is all the neons and advertisements and holograms kind of hovering above all the rides, and you can see kind of a roller coaster and other sorts of rides and, and just different monuments and things as you're approaching. Um, you're kind of loading in a little bit before doors, but as you're getting to that sort of side entrance, you see over by the front, there's already a huge line of families and uh, lots of corpo-looking families and people that can afford not only to get in, but can afford the time to be able to take off uh, surviving in Night City just to enjoy something like this. But there is a line out front you see uh, waiting for doors to open as Combat Cab drops you off, and you start making your way in the employee entrance. Uh, shout out to Sun Walk- Walker uh, for joining us. First time chat. Thanks so much. Hope you like some cyberpunk because uh, we're playing some cyberpunk red. But, um, but as you get there, uh, you make your way up to the employee entrance. And it's a security check. Uh, Basically, a couple security guards are there. Um, There's a security scan sort of tunnel. You can see some security guards behind them. But as you're going, um, yep, checking weapons. Uh, So they're basically taking everybody's weapons, giving you check tags. Um, So anyone that has any weapons uh, visible or, you know, out, uh, they're looking to take those. Pistol on the, uh, right on the counter there for him. Everybody else, what weapons you got? Uh, Are we going to be able to smuggle anything in? Do you have a head holster? Uh, the guard looks at you and says, uh, no, uh, that we don't accept things like that here. Please leave all the weapons right here. I'm pretending, like, I'm pretending like you said that out loud. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't give him my arm and my my fan is going with me, so I don't have anything. I have a hidden holster. Are you revealing? Uh, are you revealing uh, that to them? Anyone? Uh... No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they take everyone's visible weapons, do checks, hand you the check tickets, and then you kind of go through the scan tunnel. Um, you see the sort of scan lighting up as you're walking through, um, and you see like little sort of laser pointers kind of coming out of the sides, following as you're walking through the tunnel. Uh, you know, a couple anybody who has internal hidden holsters, you see it kind of pointing and putting a glow like on your leg and following along as a laser pointer is kind of coming out of this wall, this sort of clear plexi wall. Um, and so anybody with hidden holsters, it's hitting that. Even your cane, uh, isn't it Looper? Uh, or that's no, that's not six. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, who had the hit? Didn't somebody else had a hidden weapon? Oh, Phoenix. My, your my, fan, my that's fan. what it was. Yeah, you see it uh, glowing, like hitting your fan as you're walking with it. Like it, it absolutely is uh, seeing the blades, seeing the hidden holsters, seeing the weapons. And in this case, it's, it's, it's flagging them, laser pointing. As you pop out the other end, you see security guards uh, basically doing programming and swiping tags on your uh, internal hosters. Um, and you see like this sort of red hologram arrow uh, pointing at your leg, uh, you know, kind of pointing out internal cyberware. If anybody has Wolvers, Big Nucks, Rippers, any of that. Yeah, anybody has any cyberware weapons, things like that, they're basically going to tag you with the stamp thing that puts this red hologram arrow pointing at your cyberware weapon so it's flagged for all security to see around the park. Um, so everybody has that, um, and then they take your fan. Um, anybody that has internal holsters, they ask you to eject your weapon. Uh, please. Pop, pop. Yep. They, they take, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, they pop that in. They give you your ticket. Um, they take your fan, Phoenix. They give you your ticket. Um, and they put everything in the holster. And then the security guard just nods at you, Tom, uh, taking any weapons internal you have. But they recognize you from being there the past few days loading in your installation. They just nod. Hey, good luck today, buddy. I appreciate it. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you all pass through. Uh, you're making your way in. You kind of open up uh, to this, you know, basically a noisy theme park of rides going and things. They're just getting ready to open up the front gates. Um, Tom's got to get into his booth and all of you have need to set up, which is kind of like this big pop tent. Um, but as you enter in, uh, the first thing that you notice are kind of all the immediate rides around the entrance and leading in. You can see, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a uh, corp brand monuments is the first thing you see, uh, this being kind of that caliber of theme parks. So you're seeing different branded sort of CEO statues and holograms, like with, I mean, you, you would absolutely see it as propaganda being edge runners, right? Like they're hyping these corporations as like philanthropy, like organizations towards Playland by the Sea and like all this bullshit, right? But it's all these different monuments to different corporations. Then you start seeing the different rides beyond that entrance, like uh, combat cabbies, which is kind of like bumper cars, but combat cabs. Um, you can see the Bozo Funhouse, uh, Richard Knight's roller coaster with this huge hologram of Richard Knight kind of like tipping his hat as the roller coaster kind of goes through him. Um, you see Tom Cat's sideshow brain dance experience. And right next to that, you see the Alley Cats experience with a little image of Alley Cats the Rocker. If anyone's familiar with the, the weekly Sirenscape stream, Alley Cats the Rocker. She's got a brain dance installation here as well. Um, but you make your way in. And uh, over to Tom Cat's tent where you can see all his brain dance machines hooked up, his, his computer, uh, his promos and stuff. And I'll let you all take it from there as you enter the tent. Yeah, sorry, the place is a little bit of a mess. It's all kind of scattered around. But... I don't know. This place is a lot bigger than I expected. 
Yeah. Too many people, man. Just uh, keep your eye out while you're over here. I'm, uh, occasionally, some of the Voodoo Boys will do passes, but it's usually once every like few hours or so. Which, oh. hey, sorry, real quick, uh, out of character question. Uh, I know we had we had uh, that Blueprint bought that Cyber Eye in Micro Video, but um, we we haven't run that in getting it installed, have we? Um, yeah, I, I mean, if you have the eddies to get it installed. Okay. Um, yeah, you could do that because if you remember after the last cafe, there was that other uh, week of downtime or whatever. Cool. Just wanted to make sure on that. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, you're uh, you're setting up. Uh, why doesn't everyone give me a perception? Bring up the dice overlay there, fantasy grounds. Did mine go? Um, yeah, I'm seeing them go through. There, there you go. There's yours. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it looks like, you know, as you're kind of entering the tent and Tomcat's kind of getting things organized... Um, it looks like, you know, Cynthia's a little preoccupied, maybe, um, but uh, Looper uh, and Tomcat, you know, Phoenix, Tomcat, Looper, all of you notice this. We'll say maybe while Tomcat, while you're kind of lining up the brain dances and booting up your computer, um, yeah, and Wolf isn't really noticing. So, yeah, Cynthia and Wolf maybe are maybe doing a little scanning outside, you know, checking the, the, the crowd kind of entering in that are starting to just open the front gates. Um, doing a little reconnaissance of the area. Um, but while Tomcat's setting up Phoenix Looper, uh, Tom, all three of you notice um, to the side of one of the Braindance machines, Tom, when you kind of straighten it, uh, you find this little sort of voodoo doll-looking thing. Uh, it has a mohawk, a little uh, tacky plaid blazer. Uh, you know, it's sitting there. It has some, some uh, bullets uh, kind of like jammed into the, the body of the little doll. And there, it looks like there's like a ring of gunpowder kind of put around this doll. And it's just kind of set up in the corner there. Are they going to try to imply some intimidation against you? Oh, this is Tuesday for them. Mm. You should see what the is. Well, that's just fucking creepy. That's just typical. Well, um, do you collect them? Or is this like a typical? Is this the first one? Um, I was throwing them away. Actually, the last one I just threw in the ocean. Actually, I believe, yeah, I believe that's the exact same one. So, which means they watched me throw it, went back and got it, and put it back on my shelf. So, oh, um, then don't just keep it out there and just let them know that you ain't scared. Just leave it. Whatever. Saw it off a surprise, one of the carnival rides or something. Hmm. Hmm. I was collecting. They're kind of cute if it looks like you. Hmm. Yeah, and if, uh, uh, you know, I think Tom would be pretty familiar with Voodoo Boys. 
Uh, maybe the rest of you have kind of heard of them. You've heard of most booster gangs. You're an edge runner uh, team. You run a media corporate, Neocorp. So, you know, you'd be kind of keen to what's up, you know, in the streets and you would know what's going on. Um, but just to get some of those details, it'd be kind of cool if uh, everyone just either does a library search or a streetwise. Think you got a looper? <laughs> I think I got uh, some social security numbers and. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> um, yeah, you are, you all are kind of like looking things up and, and checking it out, um, but it, it you know it definitely seems like aside from the generic info, like yeah, it's a booster gang in Night City. Looper finds you know some in depth information over the course of a few underground articles and different things to at least be able to patch together um, the general information that you know, like the Voodoo Boys uh, have major uh, crime contacts in Florida and the Caribbean uh, may have been the beginning of the Voodoo Boys, but a terrorist gang with ritual magic overtones, obviously, hence these voodoo doll sort of uh, things left around and little messages and stuff, uh, you know, which are feeding their bizarre tastes by dealing primarily non-synthetic drugs uh, but that's been changing recently as real Haitians and other refugees from the de decimated Dominican Republic have started to move into the area. Um, these immigrants have taken offense at the so-called voodoo boys and have taken uh, so expressing their displeasure by maiming victims and uh, dissecting the dead with machetes, leaving body parts as warnings. Stay tuned. Well, that escalated quickly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so did you did you happen to say if these these voodoo boys are they the the former or the latter? No, it seems uh, like uh, yeah, it seems it's uh, a lot. Yeah. What? Which is why I feel like they're so interested in tech because they've been kind of gravitating towards it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The locals kind of pulling that. Voodoo boys things are kind of, you know, local posers, Night City boys kind of pretend to be voodoo boys and stuff. And then one's coming from the actual decimated Dominican Republican and, and places abroad um, have been kind of moving into the area that are true Haitians and true voodoo boys, you know. Um, and they don't like these poser ones kind of pretending to be. These, these actually do believe in this voodoo hoodoo magic stuff and they do some drug dealing, some crazy stuff. They're a little more thuggish, a little scarier. Um, but they are working more and more towards the tech and net running side of things. Uh, it's just a slow evolution. Um, but that's kind of where they're at. And they're just kind of establishing a night city over the past year, kind of battling the, the other fake voodoo boys, sort of uh, people that they butt heads with. But in turn, they've been, you know, bribing, controlling, taking techs, net runners, making them work for their gang, kind of trying to expand the gang. Tomcat being one of those victims, obviously. Hmm. Well, uh, let's not, uh, practice any voodoo, and I, I think we're gonna be okay. We can, we can, we can, ah, Jesus, fuck. Um, so, what, what are we expecting? They're gonna walk by here? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, 
step uh, step outside the tent, kind of look around and see if I see anyone spying on us. Yeah, give me a perception, Wolf. Uh, you and Cynthia can both give me a perception since you guys kind of, uh, you know, failed the internal <laughs> perception sort of look. Maybe a little more attention was on the outside of uh, Tom Cat's uh, tent setup. So let's let's check this perception and see if that's where your focus was. If not, we'll say you were fucking around on your agent, not paying attention to anything. <laughs> he was keeping. He was keeping up. Got to make sure I didn't steal it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Those are good. Uh, Cynthia, that's at least average. Uh, you know, you're looking over, you're seeing the families coming in, the corpos, uh, people kind of scattering, following the kids that are running off to their favorite rides and hold up, you know, honey, and that sort of thing. Just normal family stuff. Uh, it looks busy. It's filling in fast. And you can see uh, there's like a, a lot of people, you know, aside from going to the rides, there's a handful kind of migrating towards these experiences. Some going towards the Alley Cats experience, some towards Tom Cat's Braindance Sideshow. Um, so it's about to start up. Uh, Tom Cat's probably going to have to boot up the system, get things going, you know, be ready to uh, start up the first round of sideshow stuff. Uh, but Wolf, while you're looking over everything, you see the same exact thing with the exception of you do see a couple voodoo boys um, and they're, they're <laughs> so easy to pick out. I mean, like they're coming in the front gate. Obviously, they had to go through security uh, scan checks, all the same procedures everyone does here. It's very secure here, uh, but they, they stand out because they're still wearing their their gear, their colors, you know, they don't, they don't look like family fun at the, you know, at a theme park sort of people. And you see them kind of walking in with the crowd, eyes on the sideshow tent set up uh, the whole time they're walking, but they keep going, not coming towards you, but just kind of walking across the front entrance, like off towards the rides, but eyes on, on all of you the whole time. Kind of give them a smile. Hold up, hold up. Let me get a, okay. I got them in frame. Recording. This thing is green. Uh, oh yeah, definite upgrade. Yeah. Uh, all right, got I, I got them in frame. Oh, let me get that movie doll too. There we go. That's... And while you're filming, a uh, wolf does the, the does a little sn smile and nod, and you see them kind of like shrug at you, and then they start like talking to each other as they continue walking, kind of disappearing into the crowd and rides. But yeah, Looper's able to film that, film a little bit of the voodoo doll in the actual tent. Uh, Tom, you're in there. Uh, everyone's kind of in the installation now after seeing that. Um, and there's a crowd approaching. It looks like you got to kind of boot up, get things going. All right. Well, I get the switch flipped. Um, any of you guys want to try this before I set it out to the customers to give it a shot? No. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep an eye out. I'm afraid that might cause some trouble just uh, because you're trying to actually uh, run a legitimate business. Alrighty. Flip the switch, hit a couple of buttons. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, step right up. Come on. Come on, come on. Come see the brain dances. Come live the life of the freak. Come live the life of the geek. And everyone's like taking notice and like, oh shit, and like all talking to each other and making their way up. Uh, kind of gathering around and starting to filter in. Um, but you notice uh, when you flip the switch and kind of boot everything up, uh, instantly you, you see some sparks kind of kick, 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 kind of come out and you smell some smoke. Um, and you can see uh, the main hard wiring uh, going to your, your chain of brain dances has just caught fire. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe take five steps back. <laughs> Everyone's like looking concerned. Uh, where is your fire extinguisher? 
put that out. Uh, um, the question was hanging right there, but it's not anymore. Um, crap. Hello, Hi. Is Emma with us? Is anybody with us know the Tronics and how to get fire out on the Tronics? Because I do not want to put water on that. Hello. Yeah, Cynthia's. Em- yeah, Cynthia's Sorry. Emma's stepping back, but uh, but yeah, you have Anchor, uh, which is kind of mini tech, maybe Tomcat's assistant uh, to to teching when it comes time, because it's Cynthia's, uh, which maybe can upgrade to a different position or change. Um, but he kind of steps up and helps uh, put it out while Tom's booting up the brain dance, um, and, and you know puts out the fire for you. Do I need to do any kind of a tech roll or? Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's just do a basic tech uh, for the hardwire. Um, you know, to see if you can get it working, even with a little bit of fire damage. You know, wrapping up, fix it with a little bit of duct tape or something. <laughs> let's see. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You fix it up just fine. Anchor gets it. Gets the fire out. You're able to get some electrician's tape. Maybe rewire. Um, a little bit of it and, and wrap it. And within just a, a few minutes, uh, you've got everything booted back up, even before the crowd's able to kind of walk away. Uh, they're just still backing up kind of concerned, but you've already got it fixed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, come on back. It's working. I swear you will not catch on fire. Nobody wants to hear. It's yeah, crazy. you're quite the showman there. <laughs> some of the crowd kind of uh come on honey and they grab their kids and they just kind of like you know walk off and uh, heading towards the other rides but uh but the rest of the crowd does come in they're kind of interested they're looking around um they're kind of getting up to the brain dances plugging in and hooking up and uh and you see people you know they're enjoying it they're they're entertained by this this sort of uh sideshow brain dance thing oh, i see a kitty in the back there exploring uh cynthia <laughs> You got a little little kitty experience in that brain dance, um, but uh, Tomcat, why don't you uh, maybe give us a couple uh, uh, of what these experiences are? Maybe maybe explain uh, what some of these people are witnessing and experiencing. Well, um, we have this one over here. When I say the freak and the geek, I do quite literally mean living the life of the geek. This. You put the goggles on and you live the life of a person living in a cage, addicted to. Uh, Oh, to be black lace, and their only means of food is eating the heads off chickens for entertainment. Not great, but hey, pays bills, right? Um, we also have this one over here. This is the life of a person that's lived their life in the wasteland. Um, it was based off of another video of a video game I'm fond of called Fallout, but basically, it's the life of living as a feral ghoul. But unfortunately, since we don't have that in this universe, we, uh, the way I understood it, they made the brain dance. Uh, they had to make it look as real as possible. So I try not to ask a lot of questions on that. Yeah, and you can see the person in there kind of, you know, living as a ghoul in that brain dance. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so real. Like, I can't believe it. I, I feel like I'm really a ghoul. This is insane. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then, yeah. Just wanted to show Little off that. <laughs> But yeah, it's primarily just a lot of the crazy stuff that you would never get to experience in real life without actually being in physical danger. Like this one. This one's probably one of my favorites. This is the person that has went through complete cyber psychosis and they are dealing with a lot of police officers. 
Uh, Too close to uh, the home there. Let's not let's not look at that one. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I'd also like to add, you know, he he has all those kind of crazier sideshow things, and then he, you know, for the sake of Playland by the Sea and winning this installation, uh, he has some other brain dances. He busts out once in a while when he has to, which are a little more, uh, you know, age appropriate. So maybe some stuff like, you know, fire breathing, some juggling, you know, animal taming, like some fun circusy sideshowy style things, but maybe something that like more family and kids and like mom can do, you know, that sort of thing. But then he's got these more elaborate ones that are obviously really kind of crazy and more elaborate experiences as well. But does that make sense, Tom? Can we say that? Oh, yes, yeah, of course. I totally forgot to mention the um, uh, kitty land where you put the goggles on and you are literally surrounded for miles and miles of kittens. <laughs> that's sweet it's magical oh yeah but, yeah and people are loving it uh people are plugging in uh you like i said you know you people are like you know talking out loud they're going through the experience when they're unplugging they're like, oh my god you got to try this and they're getting their friends and family to try different ones and it's going over well um obviously the team kind of you know, gets uh, if there's anything to take from that, it's at least that uh, you know Tomcat seems to be a decent tech. Like you know, maybe be a come across a little rough around the edges, a little car car salesman e or sideshow e or you know, a little sketchy on that tone of personality <laughs> and style. Uh, but you can see, you know, the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. You know, he he does good work. People are enjoying the brain dances. Uh, he's got a passion for it, um, and it kind of. Uh, put your mind at ease a little bit too, knowing that like, hey, you know, he's kind of our new team member living in our spot, saying he's going to fix up the place. And like, ah, I think maybe he actually can do the shit he's saying. Like, you know, he, this seems to be going over well. There is also a brain dance involving pudding. Pudding? Don't ask. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah, Lord. We'll see when he upgrades my gun. We'll see. We'll see. I'm waiting for it. We'll do a brain dance in the privacy of our own station, not here in public. <laughs> yep. We're on work hours, sir. I might have a few brain dances at home already, you know. Well, we know what kind of brain dance you got at home. This is a family function. Well, well, all right. Well, I didn't have to I think. I got a whole set from Alley Cats uh, that's right next door. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Alley Kent's experience is strictly, uh, you know, 18 and up. Or in Night City, 16 and up, we'll say. It's a little different. But, um, yeah, that's that's all, you know, a, a adult and a little out there. But um, it's it's all Alley Cats. But, uh, but, yeah, the team hangs out for the day. Um, other than seeing, you know, the Voodoo Boys, those, those same two uh, sort of uh, booster gangers, you know, kind of come by every once in a while. They never really approach or come into the booth. Uh, Wolf catches him a couple more times throughout the day, you know, walking at a distance, just kind of eyeballing it and stuff. Um, other than that, you know, you got the, the, the little voodoo doll set up. Obviously, they, they did something at one point to try to uh, sabotage it where it caught fire. Um, Tomcat kind of booting it up without checking things. Uh, something to keep in mind in the future. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how the day went. And I'd like to streamline it uh, to the point of a successful installation for Tomcat's first day, with the exception of just that initial fire. Um, and during that streamline, uh, I'd like to just know, just for fun, uh, w were there any rides or particular experiences or things that um, any of these characters enjoyed? Cynthia Wolf Phoenix, uh, Tom on his break, maybe getting out to check out other rides or Looper. Uh, you know, what, what do you think you would have enjoyed? Would it be anything that I mentioned, like the combat uh, cabbie sort of bumper car experience or the 
uh, Richard Knight Roller Coaster and Alley Cat's Experience. Are there any other rides that come to mind or things? Uh, would any of you have enjoyed stuff like that? I think I would have dragged uh, Cynthia onto the uh, combat cabbies. Kinda, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say the roller coaster, too. We definitely would have gone on. Yeah. I went over yeah. on the roller coaster and then I went over to, to Alley Cat's little thing. But I was yeah. wolf. like, come on, wolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, See if they have the the chocolate dress uh, on the brain dance. Oh yeah, they oh. have they have all that, and I would love to say I, I'm glad that you mentioned that Phoenix that you decided to go check out the Alley Cats experience because when you do it, uh, Alley Cats is actually there and she's excited to see you and finally meet in person and, and hang out for a moment uh, because she she goes on to tell you like hey I I owe you uh, some serious thanks I had my premiere event and I couldn't get it booked through my manager and I I know that she hit you up. And, uh, you know, you, you got us at the Atlantis and got my uh, my release party event booked. Because remember, Phoenix, you hooked that up during one of your side hustle roles for Alley Cats on the Sirenscape uh, stream. So, But, yeah, you finally got to meet in person. She starts showing you all the brain dances, and you, you finally got to connect, and she thanked you for that. Um, so that was really good. What about uh, – what was that? I got a, lot, a bunch of selfies with her. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah perfect. And yeah. I had a bunch of little one by herself just for Wolf's Wall. Later, I'm like a wolf. <laughs> nice, yeah. And she hooks you awesome. two up with some of her signature chocolates too. What was that, Wolf? I said, "Awesome, that's great." <laughs> nice. I'll say, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make sure I have a few selfies with Alley Cats, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wander, and I'm I'm gonna get the voodoo doll that they had left there, and every time they come by, I'm gonna like set it up on my shoulder and smile at them, and then I move to the other side and smile at them every time the voodoo boys come by. <laughs> nice. I'm definitely. I've definitely been filming the day as like, you know, not not just giving evidence, but, you know, maybe making a little home movie like, you know, the group out to the theme park having fun. Nice. What about Tom? Would he uh, during a break maybe get, you know, get away and experience any of the rides or do anything else? Or would he just kind of stay in the installation all day? I went to the petting zoo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I imagine there's all kinds of biotechnica creations there. Uh, you know, all, all kinds of weird spliced creatures, all fuzzy and cute, but awkward. Um, yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And chat, go ahead. Uh, let us know what kind of animals might be at the Playland by the Sea uh, petting zoo if it was run by Biotechnica. I'd like to see if chat comes up with any weird uh, animals for that. But yeah, that's what the team does. You enjoy some rides. You get to check out Playland by the Sea as well as making sure that Tomcat's installation is successful, which it is with the exception of, you know, that, that little initial fire and setup and voodoo thing wolf's able to kind of fuck with the voodoo boys every time they walk by just kind of tease and doing some things and you notice the wolf like they give you dirty looks they talk to each other um th there's definite notice that you're part of this installation with tom or however that might look to them maybe to them it looks like tom hired a solo to help protect his installation or something or whatever it is uh they notice you uh, they absolutely notice you um oh look we got some stuff in chat the wolf bear from elf lines uh, says uh, Doobie, Doobie Lipa, uh, the Wookiee Kev. Hey, Wookiee Kev, one of our graphic artists at Cybernation Uncensored, been with us for a long time too. I'm happy that he stepped up as part of the team on a more official level. But he says uh, Unicorn uh, Shinobi says Tiger Striped Rabbit. Oh, I like that, a Tiger Striped Rabbit. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, all kinds of crazy animals. Uh, but the team kind of gets through the day. Uh, they're able to kind of wrap it up now. It's, it's you know, late evening, or we'll say early evening. Um, 
and everyone's filing out. You're able to go out the employee entrance. Everyone gets their weapons back. Um, they kind of do this reverse magnet sort of strip on all those little hologram uh, sticker glows, and they kind of uh, you know uh, disappear right off of your body wherever they marked you for cyberware and things. Everyone's back to normal. You have your weapons, um, and you have the rest of the night to uh, do whatever else you need to do now. So I'll let the, the team take it from there as you uh, uh, get into a combat cab and decide where to go next and what to do. I'll let you all take it from there. Well, we do need to find out where they're hiding because we need to figure out where they're taking your son. Oh, so you want to just march right in the lines then? What? Well, mm. I mean, we could do that. We could, we could probably just, I mean, we could just even just tail those guys uh, if we see them coming out of here. Can we make like, a tracking time. device instead? What's that? Can we make like a tracking device instead and track them somehow? Sally put it on one of their weapons. Homing tracer, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're still going to have to tail them so we have reception on it, but like, then they won't have to actually see us or there's a chance of them actually seeing us. Why don't, uh, Looper, why don't you, uh, we haven't really got to do a, um, you know, an active uh, rumor search. It's, it's yes. you know, we've kind of done some passive ones over the course of sessions or, or campaigns. Let's do an active one. Let's have, uh, you know, you, you know you've got to find out kind of where the, the Voodoo Boys hang out. Tomcat's in the dark there, you know. They don't really invite Tomcat over to their home base or where they're keeping things or doing uh, stuff like that. They've always gone to Tomcat's installation, his hookup, and fucked with him, kind of, uh, you know, uh, got him working for them in that sense. So he has no idea. Um, Phoenix could do a bit of a, a streetwise check potentially. Um, but let's start with, let, let's first, let's have Looper do an active uh, rumor check. So basically, um, this it would depend on if you're getting vague, typical, substantial, or detailed. Depends on the active DV. Um, I'm not going to set the DV on that. Uh, I'm going to allow uh, your role to dictate how much of that rumor comes back to you. So feel free to use plus twos if you want or anything like that. Um, it's up to you or luck, whatever. I'll use one of those plus twos. Um, and then I just do a credibility roll, right? Um, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it would, no. be, it, it would be your. Uh, well, actually, no. It would. It wouldn't be uh, credibility. Sorry, um, credibility would be for the uh, you know believability check or whatever. Um, in this case, it would be kind of the appropriate stat, uh, relevant skill, um, and a DV uh, uh, D10. Um, so in this case, I would take. I think it would be more streetwise. Okay. Street wise. Social skills. Social skills. Yeah, it's, it's all the way at the bottom of the of the character sheet there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, gonna use a plus two, and then. Oh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just use a bit of luck there too? It's two luck. So I get a plus four, and skills. Street wise. Here we go. Nice. Um, yeah, you're, you're able to get a substantial rumor out of this. Um, and we haven't really discussed the newer contacts since you ranked up. And I know we've kind of fucked with pickles and a couple other things, you know, here and there with calls. Um, maybe think about that. I would like Looper to kind of think about, uh, you know, another potential contact for rumors and information. Maybe not someone on the street. You know, we kind of got your pickles guy at the bar. 
Um, let's have another main out of this next round uh, contact. Maybe he works for a corporation. Maybe he's in a gang. Maybe he's in a different gang that knows, you know, about other gangs. Uh, maybe it's... Um, uh, you know, just like a, a normal worker, a nomad. Maybe it's uh, something into politics or something. But just think about that. We don't need to decide that right at this moment. Um, but sometime soon, whether during this stream or you hit me up on a private chat, let's just lock in a, a, another uh, sort of contact for some of these rumors. But regardless, you get a substantial rumor feedback. Unless you have something. Did you, what was that? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so either way, you get hit back by this person. Um, and they kind of confirm. They say, Looper... Uh, yeah, uh, I've gotten some info about Voodoo Boys. I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, what their upcoming plans are and stuff. I mean, it looks like they kind of rotate their home base, um, you know, every few months. They kind of roll around. But it looks like right now, like in the past week, um, they established some type of deal uh, with a, a, a data data pool cafe called The Pool. Uh, here in Night City, it's in the uh, in the old combat zone. Um, apparently they're, they got a home base up above this, this place called the pool and, uh, it just got kind of going up in this past week. Uh, I don't know what they're doing there or what's up, but, uh, that's where they're at. That's their home base right now. Okay. Uh, appreciate it. Um, is that, uh, oh, okay. Never mind. I thought it was, uh, Vera. I thought I thought that was Vera's place. I was just going to be like, oh. No, no, no. Vera, Vera uh, yeah. What was the name of that place? I don't have that right in front of me. She, she, she had a, uh, a club, not a data cafe. Yeah, she had a, a brain dance uh, club. Yeah. Now that's bothering me. I had a whole map for it and everything, and now I can't remember the name of that club. Uh, it was awesome. She had the uh, isolation tank brain dances and everything. But, yeah, no, this is a this is a data pool uh, sort of uh, a pool cafe, you know, a data pool cafe, and it's called The Pool. Oh. And uh, uh, why doesn't uh, Looper, Phoenix, Wolf, and Cynthia, all of you give me a 1d10 and let me know if it's under your intelligence stat. It is. Oh, wait, no. It, it, it Absolutely equal. not. <laughs> it has to be under, not equal to, right? Yeah, under. Okay, yeah. I was just a little smarter. Just, uh, yeah, no one... Only had a brain. Yeah, yeah nothing, my intelligence is six. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind uh, at this time. But anyways, that's what you find out. Uh, Looper's able to at least confirm, and that's substantial rumor. Uh, like, you know, you can guarantee that in the old combat zone, uh, there's a data pool cafe called The Pool, and the Voodoo Boys apparently have moved in their home base above this place. Um, and you know that they typically have their home base and locations uh, three weeks at a time, and then they kind of drift around, uh, you know, maybe for safety reasons, who knows, but that's kind of their protocol. And all that is subs a substantial rumor for Looper, so you can pretty much count on that. Well, um, you guys feel like uh, going to check your email? Oh, why not? Gander at the place? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm ready to unload on some spam. Well, we can go rent a car, or we can have to take another cab. Deal a car. It's more expensive renting a car or getting a car. I think we could always... It would, uh... Yeah, it would be... 
Yeah, and just to clarify sort of, uh, uh, you know, Night City mechanics and how it would kind of work uh, as far as vehicles. Like, yeah, a combat cab is typically anywhere from 50 to 100 eddies to get anywhere in the city. Mostly 100 if you're going across the city, right? Um, renting a vehicle can be anywhere from like 20 to 50 a day, depending on the quality of vehicle, which is cheaper. But uh, then you're responsible, you know, if, if you're not, uh, you know, if damages happen to it, things like that. And a lot of rentals in Night City don't have insurance coverages and deals like that because of it kind of being the international waters of cities. Um, so a lot of independent businesses have their own like little deals and hookups and things they might do uh, based on that. But that's the only kind of give and take with that. Yeah, a little bit cheaper. But then if something happens, yeah, it oh. might be bad. What if no. you already have like a, a, a hookup with somebody who can borrow a car from and just knowing people around? Um, yeah, uh, we, we could make one of your hookups potentially have something like that, like a vehicle to borrow. Um, I could see that working. Um, yeah, you've got, uh, let's see here. Phoenix has major, major city player, city political, neighborhood celebrity, um, you know, Alley Katz is her sort of neighborhood celebrity um, or city celebrity. That's right. You're up the next rank. Um, so this one's actually a little bit older. Um, yeah, we can say, uh, you know, a sort of uh, corpo that, you know, uh, a guy, Pedro, um, and he runs a chain of uh, rental cars and mechanic shops. And he typically works with a bunch of nomads. Um, and recently you hooked him up with a gig with Kira, maybe to help her with some repairs and stuff before, uh, you know, she got the vehicle back to family and then flew out and went to Tokyo and all that sort of stuff. Um, so you're kind of in good with this Pedro guy. Um, so yeah, easily you could hit him up, you could get a vehicle and, uh, you know, you could work out a deal, uh, with him, you know, because you're a fixer and he's part of your hookup, you can absolutely buy it. You don't need to pay anything. But, like he always tells you, but Phoenix, you know, you, you fuck this thing up, like, uh, <laughs> you're going to owe me, and you're going to owe me more than it's worth. You know how this works. Um, but you want to do just a straight rental, we can do that, too. It's up to you. Well, let's stop. Um, I'd rather just buy it. Hold on. Bailey's crying at the door. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let her out, then. <laughs> you know what? Let's take our five-minute bio break right here as uh, Phoenix is deciding whether to rent or get this vehicle. And uh, you're going to decide to head over to scope out the voodoo boys at this, uh, the pool, uh, this data pool cafe at Night City. Let's take our little five minute bio break while everyone kind of discusses that. I'm going to leave the mics hot. Chat, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in five minutes. I wanted to make a Pedro offers your protection joke so bad. <laughs> I 
All right, Chris, let's go in here and start some trouble. <laughs> yeah. I take offense to people kidnapping people's kids. Now, one of these days, I have to ask you about that ring around your neck. Hmm. Yeah, make sure you uh, make sure you after I've had a, a few shots of liquor before I start that story. I'll be joining, you, sir. I need to be a good way into a bottle before that one happens. Fair enough. And we'll take that little voodoo doll and I'm going to call him Voodoo Bob and I'm going to put him in my vest pocket and wear him around. That's always good to have a souvenir from the fair. 
Nice someone to leave a free one for us, right? Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to, like, play any competitions or anything. You just got a free one. So it's like, you know. So I'll put, I'll put Voodoo Bob here in my, my vest, uh, vest pocket, and uh, he can ride with us. Uh... Is Voodoo Bob now? Yeah, Voodoo Bob. Voodoo Bob, all right. Oh, Chris, you changed You're... angles. Now I'm all confused. <laughs> I don't know what to do. No, I am. My headphones were plugged into my phone. Then my phone started dying, so I had to unplug the headphones and then plug my phone in. So now I'm just using, you know. <laughs> Making it work. Making it work. I will make work at some point, I swear. <laughs> I would like it to be known, if I ever fall and break my neck, it was not my fault, it was Milo's fault. <laughs> That's usually how it works. <laughs> Constantly knocking things off and I get trip over them because I'm clumsy, it's a whole thing. <laughs> That's how cats are, they're out to get you all the time. Our dogs lead the bones places, so I say they booby trap us. That's oh, the worst. Especially in the middle of the slide on a bone. Yeah, because we have all tile floors, so when you step on those bones, you just go, Shh, you like slide, you know? It's so scary. <laughs> I've had two falls downstairs, and they have both involved cats. <laughs> One was like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and what's fucked up, too, is the cat. Di- those cats did it on purpose. You know? That's what's extra fucked up, man, is like, they planned that <laughs> shit. That was like premeditated for them, you know? Yep, I see him back there pr- plotting. Look at him. <laughs> I, know how, I know how cats are. Yeah, well, dogs, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, this is great. I love it here. You people are great. And the cats are like, Day two hundred and fifty seven of my captivity. Right. right. <laughs> I have tried uh, to, Milo. to <laughs> Yes, we're talking about you. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, Raven? I see Raven stopped in chat in chat there. Hello. I'm telling Chris I've got that voodoo doll and I've named it Voodoo Bob and I have it now riding in my vest pocket going on the, the run with us. Nice. Oh, yes. one, of, one of my voodoo books came with a little voodoo doll and stuff. Like I have all these religion, religious books and stuff on different religions and, and stuff. And uh, some of my voodoo books I have. One of them came with a, a voodoo doll for money and stuff. Um, we'll have to Wait, incorporate it, that in the stream. Is it wrapped in twine or is it burlap? No, it's uh, it's all in burlap, and it has like uh, the pouch in the body to put the coin, and uh, you know, do the whole money ritual, but. Um, we'll have to get we'll have to, Wolf is going to have to rock a uh, a shoulder cozy voodoo doll or something. I'll figure something out. Attach it like stitch you to your shoulder there. Yeah. They want to have like clothing skills to be able to sew it onto his shirt, so he's just stuck there. Oh yeah. <laughs> just gum it. <laughs> really. <laughs> No duct tape, just gum. <laughs> I feel like the duct tape would almost be funnier though, because like imagine Wolf just wrapped in like half in duct tape. <laughs> just slap on there. Duct taping it to his arm. I was gonna say when I was in high school, or, yeah, for Halloween one year, I tried going as duct tape man, and I tried putting wrapping myself completely in duct tape. And... Oh, Raven, Ra- Raven and Chat says super glue. <laughs> all right, let's go back. Hey, everyone can see us now. They can hear us all the time. Now they can see us. We're back from break. Thanks, chat, for hanging out. Uh, we just take a quick little bio break right there. Uh, we always like to leave the mics hot so you can be part of the conversation. Um, and so, some, some of you have been uh, giving us ideas and stuff. 
Um, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, the team basically uh, got in this combat cab and they're heading over to this new data pool cafe called The Pool, uh, where Looper was able to get a pretty good rumor vet uh, from one of his hookups that the Voodoo Boys have currently moved their base there. They tend to move around every few weeks, uh, at least for their home base, and that's kind of where they're posted up. Apparently their home base is up above uh, this data pool base called The Pool in the old combat zone. Uh, so the team's in the combat cab heading over there. Um, okay, hey, Alex just redeemed a uh, critical injury, so keep track of that too. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, if you get into any combat, anybody wants to redeem that, uh, use up that uh, critical injury. You can't. Um, yeah, unless there's anything that you guys needed to discuss or do on the ride, I'll streamline you over to the old combat zone. Uh, everyone good to go? Yeah, we're just going to be discussing about getting a car and stuff, but I think I'm just going to hit Pedro up later and be like, I'm going to back off Pedro so I have yeah. my own little pee. That's right. That's right. I completely forgot. Um, that that was the thing. Uh, you know, Phoenix, you can decide that. Um, you know, we don't have to call a combat cab. Um, obviously, that would be 100 eddies just to get over there to the old combat zone. Um, you could rent a vehicle from Pedro, and it would just be uh, 20 eddies a day, but then you'd be responsible if it gets fucked up. Um, you'd have to pay For this team, I would just go ahead and buy it. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's he's down to sell you the car, but the problem is, is you know, it's going to be, uh, I'd have to look up the exact price, but I think a, a compact is, what, 20K or 10K or something? Oh, we do not have that. We'd, we'd, yeah. We'd be going bankrupt, bud. We'd uh, be going bankrupt. <laughs> okay, so this this run right now, we're going to rent it from him. They said he got a pedicab. But then in the future, we're going to get a cab from Pedro. Because I don't know. Is it possible to establish like, a payment plan with him? You could. You could. Like That's true. Phoenix could. Phoenix could work out a payment plan uh, if you want to try to do something like that. Um, so tell me, what do you want to do? Do you want to rent a combat cab for 100 Do you want to rent a vehicle from Pedro for 20 Or do you want to try to work out a payment plan, uh, a sort of leasing uh, deal for the vehicle? Let's do a leasing deal with Pedro. Okay. Uh, what kind of vehicle do you want? I mean, obviously, you need some type of four-door, uh, you know, something that can fit everyone. But did you want something, you know, a little bigger, like a van or a truck hatchback? Or do you want to just go with kind of a big four-door? Um, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Tame? Trunk space. Always need to put a body in the trunk. <laughs> it's either bodies or weapons. I'm glad we're on the same page. Thank you. Like a 78 Lincoln uh, Continental. <laughs> As long as it's not a minivan, I'm cool with anything. I'm not gonna I don't want the crew to be riding around looking like we're Team Soccer Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's classy. <laughs> depends on what kind of van it is. If it's a white a white box van, it's not classy, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a news van. We are a news crew. Oh. That's true. We yeah, see some black so, balloons. Sure, we can get like some neighborhood kids to spray paint it with Team Veritas on the side to make it look legit. There you or, go. Like, it would not look legit. They would look. <laughs> <for> <laughs> yeah, let's just do stuff with something simple with some of the doors that we can get in and out of easy. <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know, Phoenix, I, I, I also, I'm a little bit too. You know, I mean. You want to chip in on a car? Is that what you're implying? Happy to help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what, what are we going to get? Uh, something fast, something with the uh, trunk space and uh, enough to hold all of us. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, wait. Six, uh, we need seating. 
<laughs> That's why I said a band. Because <laughs> it's the fact that we have two extra people we keep forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I all of us, and I was like, oh, wait, we have two other people that are just constantly with us that are just silent. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, you've got you, you've got Cynthia's minions. You know, being an, an exec of her level, she's got her assistants. She's got the little net runner, uh, Emma, and then you've got uh, uh, Anchor, the little tech. You know, um, so yeah, I, I would say uh, you know your best bet is maybe like an extended van, a sort of news van looking thing, uh, very cyberpunk style. Maybe you know two wheels in the front, four in the back, like how you've seen some of those kind of modern yeah. cyberpunk punk vehicles kind of look. It kind of looks like that with an extended back. Um, maybe in the future, uh, and I'll let you all decide what color it is for right now, but in the future, maybe you can pay to do a paint job, maybe the Veritas logo, or maybe you want to be more uh, incognito, I don't know. But right now, what color is the van, Phoenix? Or if anyone wants to chime in for that matter. Hey, team van. He's an AC, that's too funny. No, well, if it's Phoenix is buying it, she's going to be all, all bright and purple and red and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna be like blinging it out. It's ugly. But as a team, what was that? that I said that, this doesn't show up at all. No, no it's coming up in this. <laughs> totally, yeah, we're just gonna, you know. It's just gonna be completely. It's just a black vehicle at this point. We're just gonna go strictly black. We're just gonna bleep. Nice. And the inside's gonna be tacky. Outside, we're going strictly go black. There you go. I agree to this. We have neon lights on the inside. I like that. Yeah, we'll say the outside's black. Uh, the inside at least has some neons, maybe some purples and reds. Uh, maybe you can even shift the colors and patterns and things, you know? Um, but yeah, Pedro hooks you up, you know, and it's in decent condition. Phoenix, look, uh, this is this is one of my top rentals. So, like, you know, we can do a leasing deal. Um, you're going to have to pay me, uh, you know, let's say 300 a month. And... Uh, you know, once once we're capped, uh, we're good to go. And now keep in mind, I do want to do a little bit of research to make sure I get the actual vehicle cost kind of equivalent to Cyberpunk Red uh, during that time. Um, so we'll do that in between sessions and we'll get that kind of squared away. But Phoenix, this is his initial sort of uh, uh, presentation with you anyways. Is, you know, this is what it is, 300 a month. All right. And if I do any kind of upgrades to the car and something happens, you take it, you take it with the upgrades. Well, it's, uh, well, since it's, being used for, oh, it's yours. Don't, I'm saying, don't, don't forget it's yours. You're leasing it. You're, you're pretty much buying okay. it. This is your car payment. Okay. You know, so. Okay. Okay. Yay. I was going to throw in that since if the team's okay with it, we can reimburse her for the car as well since we're going to be using it for business. So at least some of it will be the payment, but some of it be taken care of. Right, right. on the next job. We'll just work it all out on our next jobs and stuff. Yeah, can we just put it in with our monthly, our monthly payment? That way we can just throw it in with it. Yeah, the way to do that, uh, you know, right now you release one big story a month is kind of how we worked out your housing expenses. And Cyberpunk, right, anybody chat watching, you know, you do have your, your living and your food that you have to like, account for every month. That's why you're doing gigs all the time, side hustles, all that shit. Uh, this team running uh, Neocorp Media Corporation Veritas, they, as long as they break a big case every month, every few weeks, their sponsors pay in. They get their free kibble from Continental Brands as a product sponsorship, so they don't have to pay for food. We don't have to account for that. Um, and then their rent at this home base, firehouse, renovated home base. They don't have to pay that. As long as they're breaking a story every month, it's all covered. Now, this is an extra expense. This, is, this can't be put in within current sponsors. But that's not to say, like, you know, you're making side hustle money. You're stealing shit. You know, you're doing what you do along the way to make sure you have 300 a month to cover that vehicle. Well, I'll just and, want to what was that? And or, and or uh, the fact that you can um, 
you know, work out getting a new sponsor. So like as you break these stories, next time you, you break a good story and Looper actually gets a good believability check and satisfies all the sponsors, I'll allow all of you at that point, if you remember this, make note of it, um, when you break the next story, like if you do this Voodoo Boys thing right, and it's successful, I'll allow all of you to decide at that point kind of, you know, what you want to do with it. Like if you want to kind of, uh, you know, uh, push it in that direction. So it'll, it'll be up to you. What, what was that though, Phoenix? If Phoenix was going through her budget, she was looking at him, she's like, well, 300 a month is a little steep. Can I try a little, little bit of that? Oh yeah, yeah, give me your haggle. Uh, do, do your haggle check. Um, and, but, but keep that what? in mind. Uh, when it does come to that, that point, if you are going to get another sponsor, um, I'll let the team kind of decide which corporation is a sponsor uh, to cover that extra 300 a month that likes the story. Or chat. So keep that in mind too. Chat. If you're watching, you remember this. When Looper breaks that next story, give some ideas towards that. Think about it now. But, uh, you know, we'll cross that bridge where, when we get there. Where maybe, is it on the sheet? Does anybody know? It uh, should be on the front page for you, uh, I think. On the very front top, there's like a haggle, I think, for a fixer. I'm not sure. Maybe it's not. Uh, oh, no, no. It's, it's just in your skills. That's right. Um, okay. It's in your I'm skills, I think, and you would add your uh, rank to that. So make sure you put your your current rank as a, as in that little square next to your skill check where you put your bonus. Uh, but where's the actual haggle in, in here? Where would it be? Um, would it be under social skills? I can check for you too. Abilities. Oh, it's a. I always say haggle. uh, It's your trade skill, right? Isn't it something else? I think it's called something else. And I always say haggle, just like with brawling for grappling. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, trading. Trading. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I was gonna say maybe a new article mentioned the type of vehicle that we used, and maybe they'll send us a free one for the advertisement. Well, you wouldn't. You're, you're leasing this one now from Pedro, but that's not to say whatever brand that is now goes. Hey, yeah, you're using ours for your thing. I'll kick you three hundred a month to cover that leasing deal as long as you just keep using our vehicle. You know, maybe something like that. That's a great idea. So let's just see if uh, the team remembers that when Looper breaks the next big case. If the believability check is successful, you can all decide on a sponsor to potentially cover that vehicle expense. If you do forget during that believability check, I'm going to bring up the car expense after the fact. And then you're going to have to try to remember it for the next time. <laughs> I got a 23. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you, you get the... Uh, oh, okay, fine. I'll, uh, uh, instead of 300, I'll do it for 270. 270 a month. But that's, that's the lowest I can do. 270, guys. 270. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, 10%. That's all I can do, Phoenix. You're, you're busting my balls here, you know. <laughs> You want me to bust your balls? I bust your balls, darling. It's true. Oh. It's true. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got. We're pretty settled at two seventy. Nice. Yeah, so, guys. Yeah, you've got the vehicle, and uh, and think about that too uh, for free customization. You've got Tomcat. You know some nomads. Um, you can always get it customized in little things. It can't be like straight up nomad customization from the book, right? That's like a nomad specific. But I'm saying general cool things like neons and little TV or something. I don't know. Whatever you guys think of for it, we could pimp it out and trick it out over time. Yeah. Um, and, and Tomcat being a tech. I'm changing the car. Challenge only get in the van. <laughs> what was that, Tom? What? I'm changing the car horn to Henry Rollins yelling, get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. 
Oh man! Now all I can hear is Henry Rollins' voice right now. Um, that's great. That's his awesome. ra- his raspy yelling voice. I love it. Um, awesome. Yeah, you're able to do that and uh, get in the vehicle, uh, make your way over to the old combat zone, and you know now you just have this leasing deal monthly, much cheaper than paying a hundred bucks combat cab every time you need to get across the city. Um, this is a much better deal, and you own it. You can trick it out. You can do what you want. Um, and you get some big payload. You can always buy it off. We'll work out the total cost and kind of work out the, the leasing deal, but also keep that in mind. Anytime you guys get a big chunk, you can always just buy it off from Pedro or whatever. Or maybe there'll come a time he owes you a favor, and you can work some things. Who knows? But he is a contact of yours, Phoenix. Keep that in mind for future things. Um, yep. But you make your way over to the old combat zone, pulling up to the pool. Uh, you pull up, and you're basically seeing a, a crowded, very active uh, sort of cyber cafe. Uh, people coming and going. Um, you can see neons and hologram sign advertisements all in the front of this place talking about uh, connected to the local data pool, uh, NC data pool information uh, right here. You know, only 180 uh, per 30 minute block on these hour blocks and 50 cents during these half hour blocks during this time. Like all these advertisements, it's a, it's a bit of a clusterfuck of neons and it's hard to kind of absorb all the info. Um, but you're seeing what you're seeing. It's a crowded cyber cafe. Uh, oh, I lost Raven. I lost Phoenix, I mean. Uh-oh. There she is. I knew she would come back. <laughs> Hello? I, I don't know what happened. So what's the plan of the attack here? Uh, well, um... Observe. Observe? Yeah. <clears throat> Report, um... Maybe we couple kind of the same thing. Couple of us go inside. Same thing we did before with my uncle. Yep. Mm. All right. So who's gonna be outside duty? Who's gonna be inside duty? Duty. Gonna be... <laughs> really? <laughs> who's gonna I be a smoothie? She's acting a little weird. She didn't get enough sleep, enough coffee. She's off today. <laughs> same. I, 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 I don't want to draw too well going in last time, so I mean, and a plus, I mean, we don't have to worry about the camera sticking out. I mean, we got. You do got that going for you, yeah. What was that, Wolf? Right. Not yeah, an unfortunate injection. They just called me all day long. I, I might hang out outside and and just like listen in on uh, comms, and maybe they might be going around back and going up or something. I might circle the building once, and, you know, see if I can see a, a way. Because you said they were over the data pool, right? Yeah, that's what Looper got got the info of. Yeah, yeah. But I might circle oh, the building and just you know have a smoke and kind of stay out of sight because they saw me pretty good today. I like that, Tom. What what, what did you say? Um, I could try asking some of the staff or asking around with some of the staff, see what I could find out. Um, got a pretty decent persuasion level, so I'm only going inside. I'll, I mean, I'll go and set, but I mean, yeah, maybe we keep a low low profile and start asking too many questions. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, they, they see you. They might get tricked. They might get a. Uh, they might run, cut yeah. tail and run. Yeah, in fact, so, uh, Tom. Tom, you might want to hang with me. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you should hang with you. But with your techie skill, I'm sure you can figure out a way to like listen in or see things. Get like a whole 360 view going on. I'll even loan you anchor. 
Walker, go help him. Be his assistant for a little while. Yeah, Anchor's oh, down Anchor. with that. Uh, you know, he'll hang with Wolf and Tomcat. Um, Emma uh, mentions, do you want me to go inside with you in case there's any net running stuff you need, or do you want me to stay in the vehicle? Do you need me? Uh, since it's a pool, I would say you should come with us. Okay. Yeah, she stays with you. Okay, so if I'm hearing this right, Wolf, Tomcat, Anchor, uh, the assistant tech, you three are going to kind of hang out outside, maybe casually circle the building, try to be kind of stealthy and low-key about it, but get a get a, get a walk around the building, get a look around the area and stuff, while Phoenix, Cynthia, Looper, and Emma uh, go inside and check it out, right? Yep. Okay, perfect. Yeah, let's do it. Let's have uh, Wolf and Tomcat uh, give me a stealth first. Uh, this is strictly just for me to set a DV. Uh, in, in, in the chance that any voodoo boys happen to be around, happen to be looking around or looking for huh. something, they would have to beat that to see you. You know, you're just kind of stealthily making your way around. I'm setting a DV here. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought, uh, I'm not going to lie, Tomcat, I, I honestly thought that was, like, <laughs> DV, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's too critical fellas tonight. Oh, you want no. us to do a stealth, you said? Uh, no, this is strictly Wolf and Tomcat. Oh, okay. There is no stealth. I am kicking over trash cans here. Nice. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> Tom making noise. Yeah, Tomcat's being kind of sneaky. Uh, Wolf, uh, you know, you're trying to be tactful. Um, and you're doing your best. You know, you're both kind of being stealthy. And like I said, it's not like you're kicking over cans and stuff like that. This is just strictly me to have a DV on if Voodoo Boys happen to be looking, something happens to come up. You know, that they'll have to be to even notice that you're there and recognize. So there you go. Wolf, unfortunately, that's a super easy DV. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you know, um, but you're making your way around. You're checking out the building. Um, and in fact, one thing you notice is, you know, there's an alley alongside the building. Looks like there's some type of side entrance. Can't tell where that goes. Um, but then you go around to the back where there's an attached parking lot sort of thing um, that looks like it goes to a, a mega shopping complex on the other side of the street. Like, uh, maybe where it attaches to uh, uh, South Night City Combat Zone or Old Japantown, I should say. Or, or no, it would be uh, South on that side. Uh, let me just refer to the map real quick uh, so we can get a visual. Uh, bear with me one second. Let me pull this out a little. There we go. Um, yeah, so if he's in the Old Combat Zone, yeah, we'll say on the back side of the building there is where, uh, you know, there's a parking garage that's kind of attached to uh, a shopping complex in South Night City. Um, but on that back side, on the back side of the parking complex, you do see uh, a m emergency sort of uh, old, old rusted out uh, sort of a fire escape sort of look that goes up. Um, and it hits like two levels above this, uh, the, the pool. Uh, there's like different entrances in the back that you also see there. So there's one on the side in the alley, the main fr front entrance. And then in the back on that sort of fire escape up on the second and third level, other entrances that these seem to be hitting. Along with some windows, but all the windows out here are all, you know, boarded up, paneled up, or uh, stained like a pretty old fucked up building. This is the old combat zone. Um, the rest of you... Uh, start making your way inside. It is super, super fucking crowded. Um, as you're kind of making your way in and Emma's looking around and Cynthia, Looper, and Phoenix, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, you hear a voice, a recognizable uh, Phoenix. It's fucking Meatball. It's Jake. He walks up and he's like, Phoenix, hey, uh, you may I was actually, I was going to call you this weekend. Uh, I, you, you see, I opened up the pool in, uh, in uh, Night City. Uh, after talking to you, you know, about all my expansions I was going to do in uh, L.A., I... Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I decided, like, fuck it, let's go to Night City, and uh, why am I expanding more in L.A.? Let's, let's branch out, and uh, uh, the, 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 the business taxes here are so lax, like, this was a, a great decision. I just spent an all-week moving out. I, I was going to call you this weekend. What the fuck? You're here. Ah, oh, meatball. She just runs over and gives him a little smiggly hug. I love my little meatball. How are you? He gets this excited. This is fabulous. Actually, fabulous for you. Gonna... She's been out here already a week. You're already booming. Look at this little business going. Congratulations, Meatball. Yeah, so you're with uh, you're with some friends, your team. Look, like, where's uh, where's your girl Kira? Where's where's Kira? I thought maybe we'd have another little uh, triple date or something. <laughs> oh, she had to go take some care of some family business, but she'll be back soon. I know some other females. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Looper's gonna be trying to like, just you know. Keep... Keep low and like maybe like you know like trying to try not to make eye contact with him so this guy doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, give me a stealth check. Uh, what's Cynthia doing in Tomcat? Um, so Cynthia's gonna kind of just peruse around and take observation about everything that's in the room, but she's also gonna let Emma know like, hey, hop on one of the computers and just be at the ready. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. And yeah, sorry, I, uh, I said Tomcat with Cynthia at the beginning there, but I know you're with Wolf. Hold on one second. Let me get Looper's, uh Nice, yeah, you're able to kind of film and kind of, you know, look away and, and kind of stay in the area, check out things, but he doesn't notice you. Uh, you know, he's all focused on Phoenix right now and, you know, looks for Kieran and he's, he's back talking to Phoenix. Um, and Cynthia, you give me a perception now that you're inside. You got it. Yum. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. one. Hey. Nice. Um, yeah, looking around inside, uh, you know, it, it's so crowded. It reminds you of the pool in, in L.A. when you were down there, you know, very popular place. Um, you just opened up. He's been moving in in the past week, and it's already packed. Obviously, uh, this guy knows his shit, at least on locations and stuff, because um, it's already looking successful. Uh, but through the crowd, you know, you're you're just rocking that perception. You're cutting through people, looking through shoulders and stuff. And you absolutely see a couple of guys that look like voodoo boys uh, posted up in the back. They're just leaning against the wall. Um, they're talking to each other every once in a while. They like look up, look around, and they're just talking to each other, just casually hanging out, it looks like. Good to know. Good to know. I asked Jake, who, who did you meet so far in this little area? Who was your little connection so far? Oh, I mean, Anybody I bothering you? No, I mean, no, no one's bothering me at all. I mean, uh, give me a conversation, Phoenix. Nice. Um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, no one's been bothering me at all. I mean, I, I you know, I was hunting down the, made sure I got a location you know, I, I could afford. I'm once again, stuck back in a, in a combat zone, uh, a little step down from my L.A. hookups. But, um, but yeah, hooked up with a local gang, giving me a little protection on the spot so I could get opened up within the first week. I mean, look it, already packed. <laughs> and I got protection. What, what local gang? Oh, the uh, voodoo boys, uh, some voodoo guys. A uh, little creepy, a little creepy, but, uh, but it is what it is. I mean, they're... they're you know, posted up. They said they'd be here for at least like a month. Uh, a little protection. I can get started. A 
little payoff, but uh, yeah. hey, I'm saving more on taxes than it costs in this protection, and fuck it, now I'm in Night City. Uh, shoot, shoot. Like, I can't hate your game, I can't hate it. Is there a lot of them that's, that's staying here? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got enough to do whatever they're doing. Uh, no one seems to, no one even seems to come by and fuck with me since they've been around, uh, I don't know. I've seen like uh, anywhere from you know a handful of them to a dozen of them coming and going at different times. Any kind of families? Do they have like families with them and stuff? Like, just seems you know. I I, I don't know. I mean, why are these questions about the fucking voodoo assholes? I mean, whatever. I'm 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 here in Night City. Like, uh, no. What? Uh, like, uh, let's let's, uh, talk about let's you. grab something to eat. What are you doing? Uh, what are well, you doing right tonight? now? I'm working actually. I'm actually with my work buddies over here and they're full of poopers but we're gonna have to make arrangements to oh, go out tomorrow who, who are you working with what's uh who, who's around what oh this young lady cynthia over here she's just with me and, and my little friend over here emma oh okay uh, yeah i think i recognize you i think i saw you uh hanging out uh in la together you guys were out there together right Mm-hmm. yeah thank you he met kira Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You look familiar. Maybe you were there. I just I caught you, but didn't get to meet you or something. But uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, and, and you too, yeah. Emma. Nice. Uh, yeah. But if you want any time on the data pool? Feel free to log in uh, here, and he hands you like a couple tokens, like just free time on the machines. You want to get any info or whatever, and then he kind of turns back to Phoenix. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, maybe dinner tonight, or like you can tell he's kind of like trying to get your friends to go off and do things so he can get back to with you it kind of turns conversation back to you but as he does that let's go back outside as wolf and tomcat uh make your way back and scope out the building and uh kind of uh you know get the get the lay of the building and the land at least in the area um wolf and tomcat each give me a perception Hey, thanks, Raven. Uh, Raven in chat said, see you, friends. Got to go clock back in. I love when friends at least stop by, even when they're on break at work. Like, they can't be here for the whole stream, but they're on break, and they come in. They drop some plus twos, some critical entries. They help out the team, and then, like, I got to go. But there, here, take this. Go go fuck shit up. I'll see you later. Appreciate Good luck. <laughs> like, I love that. I love that. It's so cool. <laughs> it's dangerous. Oh, look, take this. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh... Great. Those are awesome perceptions, guys. Um, yeah, as you're kind of scoping it out, uh, you notice uh, up, up, on, up on the third floor, not the second one where the emergency uh, fire escape goes, but up on the third one, um, you can see ne- the, one of the uh, windows next to the door that it goes in. Um, you can see it kind of like slide up and open. Um, and then you see a, a voodoo boy kind of like lean out and look down and looks right at you, Wolf. Um, sees both you and, and uh, Tomcat down there, um, or at least looks in your direction. Maybe doesn't notice Tomcat uh, based on that DV uh, uh, thing. Um, but like Wolf, you, you see him look right at you. Um, you don't recognize him. It wasn't one of the two that was at Playland by the Sea. Um, you know, you just saw those guys earlier, so it's fresh on the mind. You can tell that's not him. He's not one of those two. Uh, but you can tell he absolutely like opened it to lean out and like make eye contact. Like he's noticing you back in the alleyway, looking up at the building and shit. You, you weren't being as stealthy as you wished. Uh, but he leans out and notices, makes that eye contact. What are you doing? Yeah, well, I'll um, I like you know grab out a cigarette and light it up, and then keep walking like I'm heading towards the the uh, mall over there. Like I'm just cutting through the alley. Nice. And Tomcat, you notice all this going down. Um, you you can tell that that 
Voodoo Boy doesn't notice you because, like, right when it opens, you happen to be at the edge of the building. Right when it opens and Wolf was a little more ahead of you. So you can see Wolf make the eye contact. He even gives you, like, a slight glance, lights up a cigarette, and starts walking towards the parking garage and shopping center. What do you do? Um, I'm going to kind of scale along the side of the building so I'm not seen because I stick out a little bit more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know the Voodoo Boys, they know you, like, you know, so, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I know, and you've got it a great so stealth, yeah. Like, stamp against the wall. <laughs> yeah, you, you creep up against the walls, Wolf kind of makes his way uh, uh, across the alley into that parking lot, uh, over to kind of like that shopping complex, and Wolf, um, as you're kind of making that, um, you know, you can kind of see out of the corner of your eye, still rocking that great perception, uh, you can see that guy just like absolutely following you with his eyes, and then as you kind of get into the parking Lot, uh, you hear the window kind of slide close, and Tomcat, you hear that window slide close as well. Um, and then back over uh, into the cafe. Do you, uh, do you have any um, beat on any terminals you can get into? I'm just going to hand Emma the free tokens and be like, hey, go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Emma logs in. Uh, she just, uh, she. Tells you all in the internal agents, like, hey, I'm in, guys. I got free time from that creepy dude. If you need me to look up anything in the meantime, let me know. I think that as far as you can get into their, uh, into, what it, I'm not a net runner, man. I don't, however far you can get into their systems, get, dig up maybe anything you can. Okay. Or I mean, he's fairly new, just gotta look for other people's emails. Um, Emma, Emma uh, says, well, hey, I, I, I'm in here. I mean, it's just the normal pool. Um, I'm seeing all the local databases and data pools and stuff. So I'm getting like all the Night City scream sheets, news, garden access, like generic shit. But I, but I did a scan. Um, it looks like uh, that meatball guy has his own system behind the counter, just like what he had in L.A., like his own personal business system. But I'm also reading like there's some type of system up above, like uh, in one of those top levels or something like there's definitely a system coming from up above as well you get into it i can't get into it from here i i, I can't you know i can't I access need to be up there yeah i can't access through walls mm. well maybe a time for a little b and e tonight sounds good to me the likelihood of them being inside that tonight is going to be way too high i would say b and e early in the morning yeah we saw there's some up there on the third floor they poked their head out, and I just kind of walked on by. But is there any way where I can give her kind of like a sneak way in there? I could try to pull the thing, same thing I did before, and I could try to like blend in and sneak in there. Oh, um, try to sneak upstairs. We yeah. saw, we saw a um, like a basement entrance or something, like a side door. Um, we might could check that. That might be some stairs leading up on the inside. All right. Yeah, and at that uh, time, while you guys are all having this internal agent conversation, uh, Meatball kind of like leans into you, Phoenix, and like goes like this. Like he notices you kind of have like a, a 10 mile stare while you're kind of listening to the team <laughs> and having that little internal conversation. And he's like, Hey, you still with me? You, you, so what do you think? Dinner tonight or what, what's up? Oh, sorry, 
darling. I just had to zone in and have for a second there. I haven't had that much to eat or enough sleep. But Dinner. this will be fabulous tonight. Let's see. Yes, let's do dinner, and I'm trying to take it out to the, the rest of the crowd so they can hear. Um, we could do dinner here at your little cupboard. Where are you staying, actually? Are you living here? This uh, little building? No, I've been just staying at a local hotel, like two streets over. Uh, you know, I'm still going to live in L.A. I'm just going to get this up and going. I'm going to try to hire a manager sometime this next month and then get back to L.A. I, I got my cousin in town running the L.A. shop, but, uh, yeah, I'm just staying in a hotel a couple streets over for now, I mean... And who's staying in this whole building? This is kind of a creepy building. You just leave it all willy-nilly? Well, no, that's what I, I did the whole deal with those voodoo guys. Like, they're, they're staying upstairs. Like, they're, they're, like, a whole gang of them. And they, uh, you know, they watch over the building. They keep the whole block safe, from what I know. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Jenner, tonight, maybe we can sneak in and get his info behind the desk while he's not here. Oh, you don't have to sneak in. I'll just grab his keys. Um, oh, sure. We'll do dinner. Okay, yeah. Who's in it tonight? Yeah. Well, hey, I'll, I'll be uh, wrapping up here in a couple hours if you want to, uh, you know, uh, enjoy yourself. Get get on the pool. Like I said, here's, here's some more, more tokens. He hands you a few more free tokens for time, Phoenix. And Yeah, uh, uh, don't even pay for the creds. I'll just give you access. But uh, you can hang out for a couple hours and we can go grab something to eat or come back or uh, wherever you're staying, I can I can maybe pick you up. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a ride. I can grab a cabbie and, and pick you up. But whatever, whatever you want. Let's do it. You. I got my vehicle and I'll come grab you. And yeah, we'll head out another. We're gonna see. We'll hang out for a little bit, another 10 15 minutes. We're gonna head out and I go change up. I want to go on this outfit. I gotta change out to my little sexy clothes for tonight. Um, but yeah, we'll be back tonight. We're gonna hang out for a little bit and then I'll come back and pick you up. All right, all right, perfect. Yeah, uh, come back, pick me up. Uh, well, I'll be, I'll be shutting down around uh, around uh, nine o'clock, so come grab me. Sounds like a plan. And he goes, uh, give you a hug. He, Smells oh a little God. bit like meatballs. He works his way back over to the desk, starts messing with the computer and paperwork and things like he's back to work. Um, and uh, uh, what's a uh, wolf uh, doing? You see Tomcat kind of posted up against the wall. That window just closed as you're kind of heading through the parking lot. What are you doing? Okay, well, once I see that closed, I'm going to immediately circle uh, back around to the other side, out of their side of sight, and then come back up close to the building meet back up with tomcat nice yeah you circle back around and kind of stay tight against the building and you're back up with tomcat what are you two doing so what do you think we should probably i I think we should probably get out of here man and if they're keeping that that close of an eye that was too damn close what about that door we saw the bottom well the door i can try to see if i can pick it i've got a set and a pretty decent lock picking, so if it's locked, maybe we should check that out. That might be a way in, uh, other than going up a rusty fire escape. Yeah, because I'm not that agile. Are you trying to do that right mm-hmm. now? No, we're just trying to check the door right now. We're not gonna like go in. Yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, uh, Tom Wolf, you kind of shimmy your way along the building to go over by that side door from around back, like on the side alley, um, to check that door. And as you make your way over there, what's Cynthia Looper and Phoenix doing? Meatball went back to his desk. Uh, Jake, look at me, I'm calling him Meatball too, like Phoenix does. Uh, Jake, Jake, the respectable business owner, goes back to his desk to, to do some work. What's Cynthia and uh, Looper doing as Phoenix says her goodbyes to Jake? What are you two doing? 
Well, we're going to go ahead and discuss what we're going to like late. Well, we got some plans for this afternoon, for this evening. Um, we can head out if you guys are done picking around on the computers and come back. When he comes back, and I'm trying to whisper this to I'll take his keys, we'll drop you guys off, I'll take him out, and you guys can go through his side of the building. Go up. Looper's like, like, exiting out of, like, windows, and, like, one or two of you might have actually seen that he was just, like, looking at some of the stories he's published just to see if they're still trending or anything like that. <laughs> he's, like, going through the comments, you know? Yeah. He's, like... He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, listening to things, but she, like, she nods, but she seems to be focused on the Voodoo Boys, like, kind of studying them. Um, she's trying to get a clock on their style, like how they dress and how they their mannerisms are. Yeah, you, you uh, yeah, you get a feeling that uh, you know, they're definitely booster gang style in their gear. You can see some visible weapons on them and stuff. Um, but they seem, I don't know, kind of, uh, kind of sly. You know, I don't know what uh, what other word to kind of use, but uh, but you notice like as they talk to each other, like even while they're talking to each other, they like kind of scan the room with their eyes. You know, they look with their eyes, not their head. You know, head turns and stuff like they just do like some sneaky moves. Like you can tell they're they're perceptive. You know, that's the vibe you get. But um, but yeah, you check that out as uh, yeah, Emma Emma logs back out, saving the other tokens and like yeah not much but typical database shit but yeah if we come back i can maybe dig around in systems or whatever so whatever you guys want to do um so emma, emma kind of steps out with you um and yeah you, you can kind of uh, step out say your goodbyes to meatball uh making your way over uh to the vehicle uh waiting for wolf and tomcat as, as wolf and tomcat make their way over to the door to check it out um why don't wolf and tomcat give me a 1d10 and let me know if it's under your luck stat Ooh. See how lucky you are with this door. Calling a ruckus. And it might not be what you think. Oh. <laughs> Alex in chat says, just saw the real Tomcat behind Tomcat. Kitty. Aw, hey, there he is. Four and a six. Is that under your luck stat, uh, Wolf or Tom? Either of you? With your rolls? Um, luck stat is... No. <laughs> or, yeah, that's why, that's why I undermine. Oh, so it is under your luck stat. Uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, cool. So only one of you uh, didn't have it under luck stat. Yeah, as you go and check the door, um, you go and you feel it, and you can tell it's locked. You know, it has some type of just manual lock. It's not like any type of electronic key card or anything like that. It's just an old school lock. But just as you start to check it, uh, the door opens um, as a voodoo boy steps out. And it's that guy that was looking out the window. Um, and as the door opens, you can see that there's, there's a stairwell going up and another door behind that door. Um, but he opens it, and, and just as you're messing with the door handle, you're just unlucky enough that one person pops it open, and he looks at you, Wolf, and he sees you, um, and, he, and he says in, like, like half Haitian, half kind of, um, I don't know, like, dialect you just can't really put your finger on. Sounds like pseudo-Spanish, too, a little touch of that. But half of that and half English, like, saying, like, what the fuck, who are you? Like, what, what are you doing here? And you see him, like, going and pulling out his gun. This isn't where we parked our car. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, what the hell? Dude, who are you? Being yeah. drunk, act like this, you thought it was your apartment. Yeah. Thank you. 
I thought you said this is where it was. Isn't this the parking garage? Fuck. Yeah, you both say that, and he just like looks confused and looks at you. And and as he's going to grab his gun, he looks over, and then he's parking garage. And he like looks around, and he sees both of you. And and then as he's grabbing his gun, he turns over and makes eye contact with Tomcat. He goes, "You, you fucking, you fucking asshole!" And he goes and he grabs you. Uh, Give me a brawling check, Tomcat. He goes to grapple you. Recognizes him. I want to. I want to grab him and jerk him out the door and shut it. Um, yeah he goes uh, Tom like it just you know catches you off guard as he like grapples you up and kind of like steps out the door and slams you up against the wall um, and he has a hold of you um, and he's just like what the fuck you you asshole you and he's just like like you can tell he's like having a moment of like kind of being shocked like surprised that it's you and you're right there and you recognize him obviously one of the voodoo boys like he's one of the many that have come in groups to flex on you and fuck with you over the past weeks and stuff um but he but he's got control he won that brawling he's got you grappled up against the wall right there um and right now everybody uh uh well tom and wolf anyways give me initiative let me get combat tracker there let me pull you both in there there's wolf there's tom cat yeah give me your initiative Don't we have like a critical injury? Oh yeah, don't forget you got a critical injury as well to use. And I think you still have some plus twos or at least one. Yeah. Or four. Nice. Oh boys, you better use them. It's like the team wants. It's like the chat wants to see the team succeed or something. (laughs) Weird. Why they predicting our team is crazy? Where's my? uh, Who is it? Robert Tables always gives me the negative twos to use against the team. Where is he at? Alex just gave me a negative two. See? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Where's the initiative on here? It's under uh, it's injury. It's on main. On the main page? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right under injuries and addictions. Yeah, sorry. It's not on the skills tab. It's on the main uh, tab. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right next where it says up, combat. Uh, I'll bring the tracker up on the chat right here so we can see. There we go. Come back here. Oh, okay. Where are you going? Put it on the overlay so chat can see. Yeah, that should be 20. Nice. So uh, yeah, Wolf. Uh, oh, it didn't get your bonus. Yeah, it's That's not fine. Up yeah, 18 was above uh, the Voodoo Boy. Anyways, he's above Tom, though, on the next round. But you're above him on this round. So basically, he grapples up Tom, slamming, you, 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 you asshole, here, what? And he's like shocked and slam, slams you up against the wall, Tom. Um, Wolf, you see this go down. What are you doing? Um, Wolf's going to hit him twice with martial arts. And nice. try basically to. Yeah, go for it. The commission. The old bonk. Bonk, that's right. So that's going to be 22. That's a hit. Give me the second one. And 19 for the second one. That's a hit, too. Yeah, give me both damages. And you can describe what these hits are, too, for fun if you want to. I'm going to hit him once uh, in the gut and, uh, and once, uh, you know, to the throat. Nice. So figure out how to give damage, roll damage on these. 
That's funny. Oh, yeah. M- Monkeys three says saving points for positive plot twist to light to light the team's eventual darkest hour. And he says because Rob loves his plot twists. Oh, you must watch all my streams. I like that to help the team in the t- eventual darkest hour. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> So that's going to be 10, 14, plus 4, because I got 4 points in this spot weakness. So first hit's going to be 18 martial arts, so half armor if he's wearing any. Nice. And use a critical hit from the, from chat. Oh, yeah, do that. Uh, do the critical on that first. Give me give me the damage on that second hit uh, first, So I, since I'm calculating this right now. And that way I can ablate, and then uh, and then let's do that critical. So yeah, give me the damage on that second hit, and then give me two d six, and let's see what that critical is. Watching, I get a net like critical injury on this roll. No, definitely nope. not. <laughs> Three and four. So this one's uh, eight. Nice. Um, yeah, give me that 2d6. Let's see what critical injury you got. That's going to be... That's all I got that. Six. Six. Uh, broken arm. Uh, you basically broke his arm. He can't use it. He drops any items in that hand. Like, you basically come in and you punch him a couple times, uh, hitting him in the arm as he's kind of holding up, hitting him in the stomach and the arm. You hear the bone clearly snap as he lets go a Tomcat. Um, and he actually, like, falls down to the ground um, as he, like, coughs up some blood. And, like, then he, then he starts going into, like, a little convulsion of, like, throwing up blood. Like, whatever those hits have done, aside from breaking his arm, did some internal damage. I mean, you've done enough damage here. Uh, he's doing death saves. Uh, he collapses to the ground and is throwing up blood. Um, as Tom, you're you're instantly uh, free. Yeah, grab him up and take off the, uh, like, into the dark and throw him in a trash can. <laughs> yeah, there's a dumpster yeah, in this alley out. if you want to. Yeah. So they kind of found us. We might want to go on in now. Yeah, and as you're picking him up, tossing him into the uh, dumpster... Uh, he's just kind of like grunting and throws up some more blood and all the blood just throws up, just goes right down half of your body, Wolf. So you're just covered in this sort of throw up blood um, all down Man. one side. Um, no, because you're, you're carrying him. You're trying to get him in the stomach. There's no avoiding it. You know, uh, It just happens that quick. Um, as that was his last breath as you dump him into the dumpster. Um, he failed his death save but threw up that blood on you in the process. But yeah, you're able to... Uh, Agent to the team as you see Phoenix pull up in the vehicle at the end of the alley. Oh no. Oh no. Ew. What's all over you, Wolf? I think we might order to go in now. They're going to uh, notice one of these guys missing and they might take off and run. We might lose them. What did you guys do? We're trying to save a child and then they're going in there hot and glow. Get in here. Oh, God, we you're were gross. Just I'm just afraid uh, they're going to notice one of their guys is missing, and then they're going to, you know, skip I out. Two, <laughs> I have two concepts of what just happened to you, Wolf. One, someone either threw a canister of strawberry jelly at you, which exploded upon impact, or you exploded somebody on impact. Which was it? 
Let's go with the strawberry j- j- uh, jam. Let's uh, go with the second yeah. option. Got it. <laughs> Uh, you can get in on my car. Brand new car stinking like that, all sticky and full of. Oh no! Get in here. Oof. There's questions. Watch you in here, but get in here. Do we want to leave? And, and no, we're already in there now. You might want to leave. Yeah. They won't care that a, a, one of the minions are missing. They'll notice us. Let's get out of here. All right, let's go. I, God, I knew a Russian. Let's just go. Cause I'm not gonna try it. Like I don't think there's any persuasion that we can commit right now. That's I can tell there's no but no cameras. Variance. Emma, make sure there's no cameras. I got my license plate. Let's just go. <laughs> this was a dark alley, didn't you say, right? Yeah. The, well, the one thing working in your benefit here is you're in the old combat zone. Very few street cameras are functional or working. PD doesn't even come through combat zones. So I'm not even going to check this sort of shit, you know? That's why they exploded. They have any cameras out here, though? Can I do a perception and check and see if they have any cameras? Yeah, go for it. Oh my god! <laughs> Throwing him a baby wipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't just go around exploding people like this, man, that's just not <laughs> not okay. <dude>. Exploding people. <laughs> He grabbed Tom. I wasn't gonna let our new tech just get. You literally get obliterated half that man's body. <laughs> Gone. He grabbed Tom. <laughs> he recognized him, you know? Oh, Lord. You couldn't let him go run back or anything. Well, at least you put All him right. in the trash can. He'll just get picked up. Nobody won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to remember this. No so, witnesses. So I got a 20 perception. Looking around for any Nice. Um, yeah, you can see that uh, there is a security camera uh, in the front of the pool. Uh, looks new, like possibly put in in the past week, like maybe uh, Jake put that in. But it can't see down the alley. It just kind of sees the whole front street angle. Um, and you, you, you see there is another uh, street camera on one of the poles on the corner, uh, but it looks broken and decrepit. You see wires hanging from it, like, you know, old combat zone. You're, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, I look over here, I like... Well, shit, Voodoo Bob didn't get any on him. Hmm. <laughs> Better not get all over the seat either. Yeah, I'll stay in the back. <laughs> put you in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, have any, like, trash bags to put on the seats for him? Um, in the trash bag. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, like, plastic covering. Shower. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Wolf's going to have to hover. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I got the head out the window driving. Hold, hold on. Man, it's just half covered in viscera right now. <laughs> did, 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 did you check the guy's pockets before you threw him in the dumpster? No. I was gonna, considering going through his stuff. Yeah. Someone get through his fingers, please. I'm going to go back out of the dumpster so Tom can rifle through his pockets. Hold him up. Find yeah, a right to Night that. City. Yeah, you hop out uh, and you know hold it up. Tom can kind of go through the pockets. Um, you find uh, a heavy pistol, not a very heavy, but a heavy pistol. Um, you find uh, he has some type of like machete um, in his back, uh, like along his back. Um, and then you find a, a, a pair of keys, um, like old school keys, uh, no card pass, but actual keys. Um, and you find his agent as well. Oh yeah, and give me uh, and Tomcat, give me, give me. Uh, let's go with a one one d twenty 
And that's how many eddies he had in his pocket. If you go on Fantasy Grounds, you can just grab that D20 in the bottom and toss it into the chat window. Well, you should... Yeah, you know. You already got it. Nice. So, yeah, you also found uh, 15 eddies in his pocket, too. Money. <laughs> that helps. Uh, it'll make a pretty barrel, right? Bag. What was that? Going back in there and covering with trash bags. <laughs> In the car, let's go. <laughs> Hungry. There you go. Does anyone want to say a few words for the poor for the poor schmuck? Um, get good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> and you can say it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Those are too much. But can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Agent locked. No way to be around. Oh yeah, his agent's locked. It'll take a, a electronics a security check um, to get that thing open. Uh, we'll say uh, just a DVS seventeen. This is a lower quality agent. It's a bit older. Just a booster ganger. Are we doing this while we're driving away? Or are we still hanging out in the uh, end? Yeah, like no, assholes? you're in. The, you're in the car. We'll say, oh, uh, Wolf, everyone. <laughs> yeah, they they hopped back in the extended van. Um, they're in the back. Wolf's kind of standing to not get blood on anything while the rest are hanging out. Tom Cat's going through the agent um, while Phoenix, Cynthia, and Looper can be discussing where you're headed. You know where you're driving. You got a couple hours to kill, or we can streamline to the point where you're gonna, you know, get back to Meatball for a dinner date. But this would be a great time to kind of discuss the plan. Um, and yeah, Tom, there you go. Seventeen. Uh, you're able to get into this guy's agent. A uh, bunch of names and numbers you don't recognize. Um, other than that, it's it's a basic fucking agent, nothing special. Uh, so it has all his contacts and stuff. Um, and a bunch of pictures. So you see a bunch of pictures of him with different voodoo boys uh, partying. Um, looks like they had like some strippers at a home party at one point. Um, then they have some city shots. And then you see uh, one shot um, of them like uh, with two guys tied up in chairs. Um, that are like all beat up and scarred up and they got pictures of their faces and their bodies like maybe some people they had kidnapped at one point that they were torturing or something. Yeah, you guys might want to see it. Yeah, well, the other guy looks, uh, looks worse. Let's... Oh. Well, we hold on to those because you can use those as evidence against them when we write a story. I All those photos that are incriminating. Yeah. I mean, the first part of this plan needs to be we need to go somewhere so I can change clothes and take a shower. That needs to be the first part of this plan. All right. We can <laughs> head back to the home You're base. Not walking into a home base like that. We're going to hose you down in the, in the garage, my dude. <laughs> yeah. That's we're going to car wash. You're using a fire through. hose on you. I like that. Walk, car wash. He'll walk through a car wash. Home base. First. What was that, Tom? Should we make sure that we're not killed first, or... I mean, we did kind of accidentally kill one of their guys. Accidentally. Still the off babes. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, I think that's a great idea uh, that Tom suggests. Yeah. Anybody that's with that idea, give me a perception. I'm standing in the back anyway. I might as well be taking a look out. Yeah. I'll do a perception check. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Plus one on love perceptive. Uh, love perceiving. Did mine go? Ooh. Well, he went down pretty quick, so I don't know if there's much of a... Um... Phoenix is doing her makeup while she's driving. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix, not paying attention at all with that two. A two so she has her eyes on the road. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. Her makeup. That's right. She's yeah. looking. She's looking forward, driving. She's not really like looking around enough. I don't know. He's like, okay, doing her makeup. I got I got this. Okay, I got this. Okay, what she say? Turn the wheel. Push this button. I'm not looking at anything. That's exactly how it would go too. Yeah, and Tomcat, give me that uh, perception. I thought it rolled. Sorry. There we go. Hey, that's what we're talking about. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah, you're not. You really got scared for you, good sir. Yeah, checking everything out. It's like, man, Looper Wolf and Tomcat. um, You know, all three of you have surpassed the the extremely difficult DV of seeing that as you were leaving. At one point, um, some voodoo boys uh, in a beater uh, kind of pulled up to the the cafe um, as you guys were pulling out. Um, and after a while of, of, you know, maybe getting about a block down and they look, um, they kind of like pulled out and started following it. It, it. You can't tell if they're really following you or if they just happen to be going that direction or if maybe they saw Tom. It's, it's hard to tell. Um, but the perception is good enough to tell, like, you know, they are behind you. Um, so, like, it, it'll take some driving skills of Phoenix just to shake the tail. Um, and that's whether you know you know uh, or don't know if they're following you that's just in general to try to get this vehicle uh, away from you know following you so phoenix give me a driving and let's go with uh you got to be the dv of 13 and is I'll, it and i'll allow uh two two chances on that uh before we reveal and find out what these voodoo boys are doing in this car but uh let's see it's a drive land vehicle right yeah drive land vehicle yeah. Okay. And we still have some plus twos. Oh, yeah, I and this it. is the end of the session. If you got any luck or plus twos that you want to use, go for it. We're kind of getting towards the end here. All right, I'll use the plus two. And don't forget your luck and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, Bad country. What? Driving 23. like a pro. 23? It's Phoenix. What do you expect, first of all? Yeah, what kind of lessons did Kira give you? Jeez. Yeah, Damn, I think yeah. that's... Uh, yeah, I think that that might be wrong. Driveland vehicle um, or no, no, no. Uh, Driveland vehicle is fine. I'm just. Hold on. I did the plus two. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, and and you've got a uh, a thirteen base. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, with the plus two. That's why. I, yeah, I was trying to make sense yeah. of that fifteen. Sorry, I was so confused. <laughs> uh, your base is thirteen, so that's awesome. Yeah, no, you got some yeah. some great lessons from Kira. You put quite a bit into driving there. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you're able to shake them. Uh, you know, you, you, you do, you cut a couple corners, uh, you know, you, you kind of go slow enough to kind of time it with a light, just right. that You get through it and they don't traffic cuts them off. Um, whether they were following you or not, um, they were behind you long enough to get that feeling, but Phoenix shook them fairly easy. Woohoo. Nice job. Well done. Pat myself on the back. But yeah, as you're uh, heading to the home base for Wolf to kind of hose himself off, uh, discuss plans. What's the plan for tonight? I would love to kind of end the session with the team making their fucking plan. Like, look, this is what we're going to do. This is the order of events. This is how we're going to fucking do this. And, uh, you know, we'll get it started. Well, I say you go on your date. Maybe, you know, siphon off maybe a little extra knowledge. It doesn't sound like he knows too much, but... In the meantime, we get back there, we take those keys, we easily get in. Uh, might need to do a little, little rope-a-dope again there, Wolf. Uh, just, you know, 
Maybe you need to wear like you know rubber something something more cleanable. Uh, but then we uh, we just get in there after hours. We get um, we get Emma on that um, that the, the data turn that she was picking up above us when we were down in the in the pool. Um, get her in that, and then we just. Um, may I propose something? Uh, let's consider this as a hideout. There's no technical after hours for them. So, since we have that guy's cell phone, why don't we get some strippers? Seem to like them. Have fun with them. We can use them as a distraction. Get Emma in there. Be her bodyguards, essentially. We can work that out, but they'll be well enough distracted by them that she should be able to snoop around and do what she needs to do. Yeah, because otherwise we're going to be dealing with some pretty large numbers. Or, 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 or. Uh, you can't just that. go balls to the wall on there. Take that strip right. That's usually what you guys always do. <laughs> um, whatever his name was, Agent, um, and we just we get a couple pictures, some some girls out and about, send them the location, be like, get over here now. And hopefully that gets them to go check out. Maybe they think there's going to be some free uh, free party action for them uh, elsewhere, and then they they vacate, giving us a little bit of time. Likelihood they're not going to leave at least a couple mooks in that building. Is... Yeah, but I mean, considering... I'm not concerned they... about a couple, though. A couple well, is not an issue. That's true. That's true. Fifteen may be an issue, <laughs> maybe, but two, no. I'm pretty sure we can handle that. More than likely, it'll probably be the newer guys, the guys who aren't allowed to partake in the festivities. Oh yeah, the rookies. Exactly. Yeah. So what but, my plan yeah. is is to get Meatball out of his building with me. Mm-hmm. Drop you guys off. Guys, go through his building, or you guys are gonna just gonna go straight upstairs. No, we're gonna get them out the building first before we go upstairs. Yeah. Like, well, if we try to go upstairs after he leaves, that's like walking into a hornet's nest. Well, yeah, we don't even know if that kid is in there. Right. Exactly, and we don't know how many are in there. But we know that there's also, a room in there, and that probably a lot of information that Emma can dig up about where the kids are. Exactly. Need access to that computer. Yeah. So if we if we can use that agent and give them something enticing like drugs and and you know prosies or something you know then we uh, hopefully lure them out into some other location. As soon as they go out the door, we slip in. Yeah, we got keys to go in the back door there. There's uh, steps going up. Me and Tom saw it. So. As we can. Good question. Uh, Phoenix, does your boss deal in uh, party favors? Yeah, he deals in party favors. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'd be willing to, with supervision, of course, upon agreement, uh, to use said party favors as a prop? Because we can fake it till we make it. We don't have to get anyone else involved. We could just fake it till we make it, get them in a bullcrap location to the other side of the city. <laughs> With a picture Cinema. of girls and drugs, and they're, you, you know they're going to go for it. Yeah, send them on a wild goose chase. Exactly. I say we, I say we go and go and find some girls up around around the upper marina area. 
take some pictures I'm, by the bay, say, hey, these, go, uh, these girls are wanting the party tonight up here. You know, we know some locations uh, up there. You know, that's a good ways on the other side of the city. That'll keep them busy for quite some time. So I'm saying, like, we can do that in addition to the party favors. It'll make them be like, oh, yeah, we got to head out there. A good majority of them are probably going to head out there. I mean, who's going to sure. turn that off? Who's going to turn that down? <laughs> yeah, and if they try to ask, like, where have you been, you know, aside being in a dumpster, we could always just be like, oh, I was scouting for locations and, you know, trying to move up in ranks, so here you go. Like, unless they just, unless they start texting in, you know, whatever language he was speaking, in which case I'm guessing... None of us know. Well, I guess it would be like Patois or something. Uh, actually, um, I do. <laughs> when you work with them long enough, you pick up a lot language um not super fluent but i do actually speak a little bit haitian but oh haitian i know okay. a little bit of spanish nice hey. yeah if tomcat has uh, haitian in his language um then if that is if if you go that route with that plan and that ends up being something that happens or whatever at least uh yeah that would absolutely come into play tom can uh, you know speak and understand enough um, even if you only had a couple points text-wise, you should be able to at least communicate the basics and stuff, you know? Now, you know, that's not to say if they get into some deep conversation, there's something, you know, you never know what happens. But, yeah, at least Tom knows Haitian. That's cool. Yeah. Would say to look over the messages and see what his pattern of speaking is. You know, sometimes you would text somebody and they change their pattern of speaking. Suddenly you're like, who is this? Have yeah. you got any video or anything where he's talking? There's got to be videos on there. He's got yeah, video. exactly. Yeah, did he film those girls at the party? Video those girls at the party? Oh, yeah. We hear him talking and stuff. Yeah. I can get Emma to splice some of that audio. There are videos. All right, then we're going to have to send them to an abandoned warehouse somewhere. Mm-hmm. Send them off a wild goose just an hour off. <laughs> Something you oh, can yeah. do, Tom. Can can you uh, like pull the, his voice off there, and then uh, then then basically make it so we can type in his voice and send it uh, like a voicemail? Is that something you could do as a tech? Really yeah, that that might be uh, you know something like yeah. that might be like a combination. Uh, it might be a combination uh, skill check of like tech mixed with like Looper uh, helping with some composition or. Um, I don't know. There's something there, though. Absolutely. I think between Looper and Tomcat, they could potentially edit down a video and, and do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Then that would be really believable. Yeah, Hold up. Could, or at least pull the audio and make like some type of like message you can send so it's like actual audio of the guy's voice or something. Um, if, if you wanted to go that route instead of just text. Yeah. Plot twist. Uh, what if What if instead of sending... We're just going to Worst case scenario, we can always go get the body back, back and like use that as and be like, "Hey, come to the shipper party." Well, I, I was gonna say instead of sending it to a, an abandoned warehouse, maybe uh, we find out where some of that uh, those um, voodoo gang, the, the poser gang, hangs out. Send them over there. That would definitely keep them up uh, tied up a little longer. There's a reason I keep you around. <laughs> Set them up to go have a little powwow together. Yes, absolutely. It'll keep them preoccupied, definitely, at least for long enough as we needed to be. As long as we can keep an eye on what's going on. 
definitely be pissed off when they get there when they find no girls and drugs. And I always am. <laughs> and I think that's where we can end our session. I think, uh, yeah, I think we've got a plan there. I think the team, uh, you know, Phoenix was able to at least set up a, a potential dinner date with Jake. Once again, taking Jake out to dinner as a distra- as a distraction um, to at least get him away from the building, not worried about anything there. Um, while the rest of the team uh, makes use of the keys they jacked off that voodoo boy that Wolf punched to death and uh, po- potentially break into the building and get upstairs and see what they can uh, find uh, using Emma getting into that system. Uh, thanks for the follow there. I really appreciate that. And, um, and yeah, uh, using uh, maybe some of the footage... Uh, on his phone to to edit some audio to kind of call a message to some of the contacts on the phone, try to draw some of the voodoo boys out, or maybe uh, uh, stage some images with some ladies of the night in the upper marina, as Looper was su- potentially suggesting, I think, in Wolf, and um, uh, maybe some drug drugs and things to kind of make it look, look like a party. Uh, maybe you're sending a text or images or doing the audio thing. Whatever it is, I think you have a potential idea here, a, a, a good plan no matter which way you kind of go i think that's kind of the plan there and uh and i like ending it with uh tom Katz uh, also agreeing that he hates it when that happens too uh <laughs> with, the, with the strippers and stuff so yeah let's end the session right there and when we start up uh uh on the next wednesday not next wednesday <coughs> but the one after uh, everyone on chat remembering that team veritas streams on the second and last wednesday of every month uh when we hit the next session uh, we'll start off right with the team uh leaving the home base post wolf shower uh, to go pick up Jake for Phoenix's dinner date while the rest of the team uh, you know engages in getting in or uh, going up to upper marina getting pictures or editing some audio and things like that so whatever uh, route the team decides we'll take it right from the home base in that moment uh, next one does that sound good with everybody yep yeah all right awesome well that sounds great to me uh, thanks chat for all the contributions it really does yes, mean chat. a lot uh, when you're part of our story like that and helping the team uh, get through everything. Uh, I really appreciate that. Everyone, uh, make sure you sub and follow. Show some love to Cybernation Uncensored. We have tons of streams com- streams coming up. Uh, we have uh, Udahime, our community manager, is running her first uh, interview show, Power Word Talk, tomorrow. Um, I believe that's yeah. at 3 p.m. Pacific. And then right after that, you shoot over to Sirenscape and watch my weekly Sirenscape stream. And then Saturday, Team Nevermore is back. But don't forget, Friday, Raven starts her Session Zero with her High Riders campaign. So it's like today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's Cyberpunk Red, Cyberpunk Punk red, cyberpunk red, cyberpunk red, with power word talk uh, dropped in uh, uh, tomorrow for uh, an interview show in the mix too to kind of break the monotony of cyberpunk red. We'll say I don't know, uh, but plenty of cyberpunk red. Make sure you tune in and you come back. We would love to see you. Also, I just want to take uh, just one moment publicly out there in the stream, everybody. Send positive vibes to both Naomi and Will. I really appreciate both of you coming through, being part of the stream. This role plays absolute therapy to all of us, and we love this stuff. Uh, but positive vibes to uh, Will and his family and Naomi and everybody on that side. I know you guys have been going through it recently, and I really appreciate you uh, you know, coming in and playing and you know, being part of the team and just being a friend. And I want you to know that, you know, we care about you both and uh, going through something like that. And uh, everyone out there just sending positive vibes. We really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, love you both. And um, love everybody watching. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.